We got John on here. That was record time. So good job on that. Oh, thank you. Good job, brother. <laughs> Today we have the lovely, beautiful Miss Bree Mendoza here. Hello. What's up, guys? We're excited. We're excited. We're very, very excited. Very, very excited. It's a going to be a fun episode. A very music, mm-hmm. electronic, mm-hmm. all types of music uh, episode. Yeah. EDC is a week away. Me and Stry- well, they we're all going to be there now. Yeah, yeah. Are you working it? Are you are you working it? Yeah. No, I won't be there unfortunately. Oh, you're not. Okay. First year that I'm missing in a while. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah, this is going to be a heavy music episode, and we have a great guest who lives and works in it. Live and breathe it. So uh, <laughs> yeah. let's get started. Um, cool. Obviously, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. Yeah. So tell us a little bit. How'd you get in there? Like, what was the big reason why? Give us a lowdown on it. Um, so I started, uh, do you remember the venue called The Yoast? I do. That was in Orange County. Yeah. Um, it was very, very popular. We were going every Thursday, every Friday, like our small group of friends that I met in college. And uh, eventually they started posting that they were looking for promoters to hire to help promote for all the shows. Me and my group of friends applied. We were like, screw it, let's do it. And then it literally snowballed from there of like, we worked two shows. I think the first show I ever worked was Halloween and it was AT Aliens when they first started. Um, And then from there, they were like, hey, we're like, we're interested in like bringing more people on to like learn more. Is anyone interested? And I was the only one that was like immediately, yes, let's do it. And then I went into what's called artist hospitality. So you basically work with the artist and the management that's there for that show and then from there, just started talking to managers more. And then one of the guys that uh, was another promoter for White Rabbit was like, hey, like, are you interested in managing? And I was like, mm, I haven't really thought about it, but let's do it. And then got into managing. And then it slowly just started like adding on and adding on. And then, yeah. That's dope. So, I mean, I probably, I have an idea what a manager is as far as like in the music is, but I'm probably pretty far off. <laughs> Like, can you give us a little detail? Like, what does that look like, that job? Like, what does it entail? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Is, yeah. like a, is it an everyday job? Or like, oh, you're never off? Oh, yeah. Like it is definitely. So there's multiple hats that managers carry. So there's difference between, like, the artist manager and the tour manager. Um, right now, technically, being a load manager, you kind of have both hats. And you do pretty much everything for the artist. So artist management is basically you're in control of their release schedule for music. You're reaching out to venues you're reaching out to labels uh to get them put on and then it's networking 24 7 of like at festivals you're talking to managers you're talking to agents you're talking to the people that work at the venues the artist relation people the booking the talent buyers like you're doing all of that core communication so that way the artist only has to focus on making the music and playing the shows that's dope and then the tour manager comes into play of you're checking you're booking the flights you're Uh, you know, working with the venues and you're sending the emails to make sure they have what's called a rider. So every artist will be like, so if you guys want, like, I want a case of high noons at the show for my show and a bottle of tequila or whatever you want. I'm in charge of commuting that to the venue. So that way, when we get there, everything's there. You have the table, you have, you know, everything set up and ready to go. And so you're just the main middleman, basically, between the artists and the venues, the artists and the labels, the venues, the festivals, all of that. You're just dope. the middle person. That's really dope because I look at it as kind of like how we, you said that like basically the art just focuses on doing the shows and playing the music. Like that makes being in that role so much easier. So you're yes. basically like 
the godson that's like, hey, do what you do. I got yep. you. Give me the music and I'll do the rest. That's You're dope. The backbone. Yeah. Mm. Like you, mm-hmm. you are the fucking the stable pillar that makes <laughs> everything fucking happen. To me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I, re- I really like that. Like, and that's the thing is, like, I know like what some managers do. Like, I know some like this manager like, okay, hey, the le- the, le- the record label wants you to come out with this type of music, so we need to do this. Yeah. Or like, they just need you to like to, like structure. But like, you guys are really literally in there making sure that whatever they need mm-hmm. is taken care of. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like yeah. That. It's a really fun job. And yeah, when it comes to labels, it's like it's cool because like one of the artists that I have right now, Burn Ezekiel, he goes from melodic to heavy dubstep. So whenever he has new music or anything like that, we base the song that he's working on or the song that we want to pitch, we go based on that. So if it's a melodic song, we're obviously not going to pitch to certain labels. So then we're going to go the other route. And so you kind of rotate of who you pitch to and then you send a list of songs and then it's just the back and forth of like, hey, yeah, we want this song or let's do an EP or let's do an album or let's do. And so it's that all in between. That's really cool. So you're you're literally right there like, damn doing everything because mm-hmm. like i know a lot of artists they'll, they'll do it themselves oh yeah and yeah. they'll have a hard time that that's where like they get burned out or like that just where like yeah. they kind of just like okay i'm over this like i don't want to mm-hmm. go through all this so you're yeah. like you're like the savior <laughs> <laughs> yeah in a sense <laughs> I, I like that i like that so, so real quick for me I, I have a quick question for you how many yeah. how many artists are you managing right now um right now i have fully one and then i'm tming for another yeah and then just kind of I got my eye on a few, but I, I actually took a break about six months ago just to kind of reset myself and what I really wanted to do within the industry and then um, fully brought on Burns and then him and I was like, hey, this is going to be the first reset and I'm trying to get situated with him and his schedule and then I'll eventually want to bring on more down the road. But before we did, we had a team of six. Oh, wow. Before, yeah. Does it get hard like – when you have more, like, often get more artists, like, trying to do everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. Because, like, one thing I've kind of noticed is, like, as a, as a trainer, <clears throat> like, there's, like, when you have a bunch of clients, the clients that, like, are putting in, like, the effort, like, they're making, like, for you, maybe making music every day or they're coming mm-hmm. every day. Like, is it hard? Because you want to be fair to everybody. Like, you yeah. want to give everyone that same love. So, like, do you ever find it hard? Like, maybe sometimes less is more because you're able to provide better quality, like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely less and more. And I think that's why I wanted to restart and do it slow in the right way to where that one artist is getting my full. And plus, there's so still so much to learn. Like I've been working for five years now within the scene of doing multiple different jobs. And there's so much to learn 24-7. Like there's new experiences and new people and new conversations. Like there's no right way to work in the music industry. I feel Everyone's like in, different. Yeah, I feel like in any industry, because of just like how things are always changing, like social media is changing media, all the time. Yeah. How we how we like music videos used to be a big thing, and now like I'm hearing that music videos are kind of like out and vlogs yeah. are back in now. Yeah. Everyone wants to see behind the scenes right now. Mm. Yeah. Everyone. I know. Uh, I think it was Swedish House Mafia's uh, last year when they did their like reunion tour. Yeah. That thing blew up like crazy, and then uh what was it, Daft Punk, when they did their retirement announcement, mm-hmm. like, that thing blew up like crazy. Yeah. And I think now they're getting ready to do, like, a, not, they're not doing a tour, but they're doing some kind of, like, anniversary reunion. Yeah. yeah. So just, I like, yeah, a lot of people like this, the behind-the-scenes stuff, so yeah. Yeah. everything's always changed. That's cool, though. Like, that's good that you have that mindset that, like, hey, like, I don't know everything, mm-hmm. but guess what? I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to be able to learn with you. We're going to figure it out together. Yeah. And I think that's why the artist that I have now, Burns, that we work together really well because he's also figuring it out. 
And so that's what I don't ever like to me. It's not that I'm manager or I'm above or I know everything. No, it's like we're a team. We're going to figure out together. We're going to learn. We're going to grow and we're going to keep going and we're going to do our damn best to make him a star that he is already. (laughs) Those are some good uh, foundations to have in any kind of team or any kind of work. That's good. That's really good. (laughs) And then, um, Talking about Burns, since you know that this is your first one, you really you know mm-hmm. to talk about his 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 backstory a little bit. How did you meet him, and how how have you seen his progress from when yeah. you guys started to now? Okay, yeah. Uh, so I actually got brought on by another management company that had already had Burns, so they brought me on. I had two artists at the time, and he had three, and we joined, um, met through there, and then we just kind of grew and we did a bunch of different things. And then um, we split a little bit ago, uh, like six, like I said, around six months ago, kind of when I left that management was like, okay, I'm going to reset, restart, see if I want to keep going, what I want to do. Um, for him, it's really cool to watch him grow because a lot of people, his stage presence was a big difference because, you know, a lot of people are really more nervous than you think to get up and play in front of all these people and to talk on a mic and to give that energy every single show. And so he got a residency in Florida. So he's from Tampa, Florida. Oh, cool. Um, so he still lives there now. And he got a residency there at the Ritz. And he got so more comfortable playing and talking every single Friday night. Like, that's what he was doing. And so now it's like he records videos and TikToks and all the things. If you would have asked me a year ago, like, we were not comfortable behind the camera, like, in front of the camera. It's, like, something to, like, get used to. And so now his social presence and his energy is like 10 times better than it's it was before. It's all about the reps. Yeah. yeah. It's all about yeah. the reps. Those mm-hmm. Friday night shows, just get reps, 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 yeah. reps, reps. And it's exactly. funny because that's what we were talking about here. It's like, you you said it especially, like, the more you do this, like, the more we do this, mm-hmm. the easier it becomes and, like, the more comfortable. So, yeah, it's like, like you said, getting those reps in, like, getting that comfortability. Yeah. Stage present, it's a hard thing to do, like, it especially is. if you have thousands of people people staring at you depending on your energy on how the show's gonna go yeah yeah so that's cool that's an underrated feeling (laughs) so he's at the ritz Ritz in tampa or is he he still there no yeah we finished his residency that's dope that's a good that's a really really good gig to have yeah it was great that venue's really cool does he have anything coming up like any uh new residencies coming um not new residency but we're officially we just announced lost lands so we'll be playing lost lands we have him booked for sunset music festival in florida and then he's also booked for base canyon in washington base canyon yeah so so. do the damn thing do the damn thing (laughs) you get to travel pretty significantly Mm -hmm. like you yeah like like you get to go Mm -hmm. so you've been well uh how many different states have you been to do you know Oh gosh, I've been to quite a few. I think for festivals, it's been like Illinois, Florida. I did one in Delaware, which was really random. Oh, this is yeah, Delaware. That's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> That's so cool. yeah. I thought that was a state. <laughs> <laughs> Delaware is a state. Is that where uh, Biden's from? Yes, right. I, I think, think it so. is. Is it Delaware a state? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Delaware. Yeah, Delaware. That's a little tiny one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was just like, the kid was like... Delaware, New yeah. Hampshire, right next to each other. Oh, it's like right there? It's okay. one of those little, little tiny ones, ones. yeah. Hey, yeah. Forgot about Delaware, too. We literally busted a mission and drove from Jersey to Delaware for one night of the festival. Oh, wow. How is it on the East Coast? Uh, it's different. It's mm. very different, but it's a really fun time. There, mm-hmm. It's a different crowd. But it's really yeah. I've heard that the like I've heard more fast pace over there. Oh yeah, a lot more intense too. A lot more intense. Yeah, I heard this uh, pretty 
cool like it was like a a theory i guess but it's like because they 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 go through like more harsh like weather like winters mm-hmm. and things like that it's like you gotta just keep fucking pushing like oh, what are you yeah. fucking doing lollygagging around right yeah. now it's like get the fuck go 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 like it's like it's like it's very high energy yes, it's very it like they're driving come. in the rain could not match here ever they yeah. literally fly when it's raining. Yeah. Because okay. they're just like, we got to go. We got to get to work. This okay. weather isn't going to stop us. Like, yeah. I know. I got to go. I, I, I hate when people drive in the rain. <laughs> California's here just like, screw <laughs> like, I know it's raining, but like 30 miles per hour, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always get so like, I get not embarrassed, but I, get, I feel bad when it's like, I'll be going, I'll be going, and then all of a sudden I'll get behind this slow-ass fucking car, mm-hmm. and I'll pull up, and I'll look, and it's like this old, old lady, lady, and I'm like, fuck, I can't mad like, dog this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, she's just doing what she needs to do to survive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't be mad. Like, can't have grandma zooming down the highway. Uh, I always think, I'm like, if it was my Nana, like, would I fucking mad dog? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> No, I have actually something I had to work on. I had, like, I had really bad road rage. So that was like, I think it was not last year, but the year before. I was like, all right. Like, it was like a New Year's resolution. I need to stop being mad when yeah. I'm driving. Yeah, you just got to let that yeah. shit go, dude. Because like, I'm like that too. Like sometimes I feel like I get like this prey drive. It's, it's no, like these fuckers will be just be fucking. This little predator, he's just like. No, like, they'll, they'll, they'll fucking, they'll be going in and out of traffic, like putting people's lives in danger. Oh, I hear that. And I hear like, that. They'll fucking cut me off, and I'm like, I just want to catch up to them yeah. and fucking so like pit maneuver their fucking yeah. ass. Like, Bro, I don't know why, but like, I take the back way to get here, so like, yeah. I go on 330. Every single time I go on 330, there's some motherfucker that just tries to zoom past and cut you off, and I'm just like, really? You're going up to the mountains, bro. <laughs> like, chill. <laughs> yeah. That's, they probably think, the mountain people probably think how we think in the rain. They're just yeah. like, oh, bro, dude, I, I fucking live on this mountain. No, I'm going like 60, 70, and they're yeah. like going like 90. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? I hate when I'm going 80 and someone's like riding my butt behind me. I'm like, dude, yeah. go around at that point. I don't I just, even care. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm already going way over your time. I'm like, dog, I'm above the average. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 85 is usually where I'll stay. If you're going, if you're on my ass at 85, I'm just like, dude, I'll, I'll get over. You gotta <laughs> fucking. Get Your wife has to be pregnant or something, bro, for you to. Oh, be you gotta take a mean ass shit. <laughs> That's one of the two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh, okay, so actually, I wanted to elaborate because. Yeah. I've heard people coming over here from the East Coast, they're like, dude, like, everything's so laid back here, yeah. like, everything's so slow. So you being from California mm-hmm. and going to that environment, it's definitely probably a big culture shock. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, just they're just it. very, um, they're very high strong, and they're very, like, strong-willed people that are ready mm-hmm. for it's anything. direct, huh? Very they're pretty direct. cutthroat, too. Oh like, yeah, very like they're straightforward, gnarly. like, they're, they're some that. badass people out there that you do not want to fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because one thing I've heard is like people come out here and work and like like we're really like laid back about like deadlines and mm-hmm. timelines. We're like over there on the East Coast, especially like Chicago, New York, like those oh, type yeah. of high end cities. Like if you're not on time, or if you're not yeah, running like yeah. you're, they'll you're they won't work with you. They'll be like, all right, yep. what are you doing here? Yeah, thank you. Next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's where it's like I've I've heard stories, but like East Coast people, like it's very intense, very straightforward. This or that. So like as a California, like was that a big just like adjustment for you? Yeah, definitely. At first, but now because I uh, I actually have my full time job too, and they're based out at Edison, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and so I go out there about every quarter. And so being out there, and I've been with that company for like seven years now. So um, doing that and being out there more often, you definitely get used to the change yeah. of pace. But it's nice. It's different. It's nice to like just go out there and kind of live in that world for a little while. Because I'll mm-hmm. stay for like two weeks, two three weeks at a time. 
mm, and just kind of hang out there with friends and coworkers and go out there for shows. Um, but yeah, we'll drive to like Philly too. Oh, that, that's cool. That's the bread cool. is different. It is. It's like, so much better. It's like, yeah, like the California water fucks with our bread. It does. Oh, yeah? It's a yeah, huge yeah, difference. Yeah. Mm, huge that difference. Is surprising. There pizza out there? Dude, okay, see, I would, I would, <laughs> I would love. I would love to go to New York, but I have a phobia of rats. Oh, they're huge. And there's more rats there than humans. Yes. And they're feral. They're They're huge. like cats. No, they're... Like, I would have to be in fucking armor. They look like possums. Like, dude, I couldn't... See, that, that makes me, like... It oh, makes no. me turn into a little bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm like... My heart's pounding right now thinking about it because, like, I've seen videos of them crawling through the fucking toilets. Like, oh. I, know, I know a lot of facts about rats. <laughs> and, bro, like, those motherfuckers scare the fuck out of me. I'm talking, I They're, freeze. No, I, bro, I was, yeah. no, like, straight up, if I was on the toilet and I saw a rat, I'd scream like a little girl. Yeah. Dude, you would yeah. see me out of my skin. The first time <laughs> I ever saw big. one, yeah, it's, they're huge. Fuck no. And they're terrifying because, like, there's a lot of trash out there in certain spots. God. And you'll just, the first time I saw one, I just, like, ran by and went on the trash. And I was like, dude, Ugh. my fucking, I'm getting gross. Like, they got real life match splitters no, out there. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I would, I would have to carry there. a flamethrower or something. And, like, <laughs> Mr. Uh, what's that show called? Where the, the rat exterminator? I forgot. He has a name for it. But yeah, a little rat exterminator. No, nah, fuck that, dude. Like, Give me any other job or something. I can't do okay. I can't do like uh, plumbing kind, uh, like nah. I, like pipes and shit and rats, bro. Oh, like yeah. don't like I would. I don't belong in New York. I mean, you need to get over that fear if you're gonna go to New York ever, because oh, you're no. gonna see one. You're got, it's like I can it's see gonna... them, but the moment they're running around doing their own thing, like they could just fucking be a little cat. I mean, like, yeah, they'll just zoom by if you just let them be and they'll run away. There's parasites that will take. That their their brains over, and and what? will psychologically make them fearless because the parasite is wanting them to be attacked by something that will kill them like a cat, and it'll transfer the parasite to the cat, and so these parasites take over uh, um, rats and they become fearless. They'll start attacking you. They'll start attacking you, and so like so if I kill the fucking rat, then I'm gonna get a parasite. If you, if, if you if you get the if you get the blood and shit. Oh okay. Yeah. But the, the cats the cats <laughs> like they'll eat them or whatever. Yeah, true. And then the parasite transfers to the eating process. Oh, so uh, the cat has it now. The, now the cat has the parasite. And that's, oh. that's how the parasite travels. Uh, and so, like, that's with the bubonic plague. Bro, that's yeah. what I'm fucking saying. Like, I fear a long, shitty death. Yeah. Like, Coming a from long, a shitty rat. death. Like, I can't even, like, I won't even be able to, like, hug my loved ones because I'm, I'm fucking good. <laughs> like, I should have never went to New York. I'm a disease walker. He's like, I should have never went to New York. Yeah. <laughs> My mom is from Jersey. Oh, like okay. she's from, I think she's from Somerville, Somerville, mm-hmm. New Jersey, or maybe she's from uh, not Newark. I think I think her dad was uh, Newark. Yeah, Newark. Yeah. I think her dad used to, my my papa and mine used to steal cars. Not the cockets. He got like he 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 um he got emancipated when he was like fifteen. He ran away from all boys school kind of deal and like he got into all the shit. Stealing cars, scrapping for metal and shit. And this then like, was Nico Bellic? Bro, no, this fool got into shit where he had to leave the state. He was like, I'm not, I can't be here anymore. Like, they, they pretty much, he was wanted. So he, he went from fucking Jersey, drove all the California. Damn. On oh, the other side that, of the- That's how my mom, San Bernardino. He went, he chose San Bernardino. <laughs> yeah. And then that's how my mom and dad met. <laughs> He just finally stopped driving and said, all right, I'll stay here. Yeah. <laughs> he was a long distance truck driver. So like he would do mm. national truck driving, like, you know, so he was used to driving oh, yeah. cross country, but he, oh. he wasn't allowed to be in New Jersey no more. So I know I belong over there, just not New York. 
Fuck New York. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll uh, be okay. Yeah, Jersey's See? fine, right? I think you'll all be right, okay. Last thing for New York <laughs> is yeah. I, I, all East Coast in general. So, like, do you guys have to do shows really late? Because I know over here, like, everything starts, like, at 5. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, go, it goes to, like, 8 or 9 or 10. But, like, over there, like, shows start, like, at night. Like, oh, at, yeah. Like, 8 their, or 9. Their underground scene out there is insane. They'll go all night. Damn. All night long. Yeah, especially in, like, deep in the city. They're after parties for the after parties. Yeah. It's insane. So, a lot of drugs? <laughs> I've seen quite a lot. Yeah. So a lot of, I would imagine. Well, like NFL players that like play on the East Coast, like mm-hmm. sometimes like, when they do the night games, like they're not getting out of the stadium until like eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. and then they go out afterwards. Yeah. And, and that just pop into like four or five in the morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Florida's yeah. the same way. Yeah, I can see Florida definitely. Florida Miami. Is, <laughs> Miami. My, part of my soul is still in Miami. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't wait to go to Miami. It's beautiful. Be dangerous. It's, it's insane. Well, we'll, we'll definitely address that later. But ultra, I got I got to know about ultra. Ultra, mm, ultras. Yeah. I actually haven't physically been to ultra itself, like oh, okay. to the festival, but I've been for Miami Music Week, and Ooh. we worked a bunch of the different like parties for Miami Music Week, and that is insane. It's similar to EDC Week. That's dope. Yeah, we but need on to do a Miami beach. Week. Yeah, Dude. EDC hey, Week is a great time. You guys let me know, and I'll fucking figure that shit out. I'll get off the. Well, I gotta pay for two. But. We gotta. <laughs> yeah. We gotta collect ourselves and go in there with a good mindset. Cause that shit will eat us up real quick. Fuck no, we'll eat that shit up. Mm. I'm ready. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yo, knowing what, you guys, yeah. you guys will lose it in Miami. Yeah. Okay, it will be like deer and fucking a whole new fucking forest, fucking trying to like. <laughs> yeah, that, that was another about. one where it was like, yeah, like all of a sudden it would be like the in you're in this venue and there's like one tiny window and you look outside and the sun's up and you're like, oh my god, what time is it? And it's like eight a.m. and you're like, mm, I'm gonna go to bed now. Yeah, we've been yeah. going all night. <laughs> yeah, I went. I went to Houston. I don't know if Houston. I think Houston Central time. I don't think it's East Coast time. Mm-hmm. I went to Houston and I went out and I think I got back at like three or four. And like the, the how it is over there, there's no mountains, mm-hmm. so you see fucking like the sun at like two or three in the morning. Yep. Really? So, yeah. So I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what time is it?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's four. I was like, "But that it looks like it's like, like nine. nine. It yeah. looks like it's nine. I was like, "What the sure. fuck? That's, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't yeah. know that. When we went to Oklahoma, same thing for Skyler. Like mm-hmm. it was like one, like probably like twelve thirty, one o'clock. And like if you look far enough, it looks like it's still like yeah. daylight." Really? Yeah, like, I'll show you a video. I have a video. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was literally just in Kansas, and it was weird being in a state that has nothing. Like it's flat, and their buildings can't be high because of the tornadoes. And yeah, you look out, and it's just nothing. And the sun was up to like eight p.m. And yeah. I was like, I'm really confused what time it is right uh, now. <laughs> or were you still drinking? You're just like, oh, we were out on the bow. I was like, I don't know what time zone I am. And I was like, I went straight back to back from Jersey to Chicago to Kansas Ooh. within like. Damn. Three days. It was. I was in Chicago for 24 hours Ooh. for a show with Burns, and then yeah, I went straight to Kansas. Chattown. And that was when I was like, I don't know what time zone it is, I don't know what day it is, and I don't know what time it is right now. Damn. We're just living on vibes. <laughs> so that's cool because I, I know like there's been tricky times where like because if you cross certain state lines, like all of a sudden like. You'll think it's like seven o'clock and it's like eight or like yeah. it's six, and you're like, whoa, what the heck just it happened? Throws you off. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I have a quick question real quick, just yeah. in regards to you managing. Um, yeah. First and foremost, are there a lot of female managers? So, And then on the second part of that, um, how has your experience been being, being a female manager? Do you get the side eye from a lot of guys? Has there been a lot of struggles with that? Can you talk about that? 
Oh, yeah. Definitely being a female in any industry lately has been difficult um, about being taken seriously and that you're here for the right reasons and being respected and understood is definitely something that has been a battle to overcome over the years. That seems off to me because I feel like I would rather have a woman manager than a male because women can be very, very multi-organized. They're like, they can multitask. And I know for a fact that women are more attention to detail than Mm -hmm. men for for a lot of of ways. So I would think that as far as management behind the scenes, I would want a woman. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of different. Yeah, it definitely has grown over the years. Like lately, Mm -hmm. we actually, uh, one of my best friends, Steph, she's from Canada and she is a manager as well. And she's freaking badass. And she actually created this group on Twitter um, uh, called The Futures Female. And it's actually, we made a group with all women that are working in the industry right now that we all collectively like talk and we'll try to meet up and we'll meet each other. And it goes, it ranges from DJs to producers to managers to agents, like everyone and it's really cool to see it's definitely grown over the years uh, collectively and it's That's great cool. it's freaking it's awesome yeah. women are badass i feel like women <laughs> would be less cynical too like they yeah. could obviously a man or a woman could be cynical they could be yeah. malicious right mm-hmm. but i feel like women may might have a better heart than a man mm-hmm. like in in certain ways of like yeah. being like maybe greedy or like you know not as fair or like yeah. you know i just see that happening mm-hmm. like you know men would be like more grandiose and like egotistic and then women are just like all about like let's get shit done let's get shit done and yeah. then you get a couple going together mm-hmm. i would see oh, i would yeah. rather have a team yeah. of women yeah me but, too you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, what i want to touch on and i think is was important is like you have a passion and love mm-hmm. for that industry already yeah and i think that's always the tough part like especially for women and like especially like in sports like in any kind of entertainment industry is because it's been such a male dominant industry yeah people are all going to be like, oh, well, like, do they really care about it? Like, do they really love it? Or are they just doing it for, like, the um, like the status or, like, yeah. the, li- the limelight or just be with art, like, be around the artist? Mm-hmm. So that's always the hard part. But I feel like when you have that passion, when you have that love for it, when, like, you generally want to, like, be in that field and be mm-hmm. in that industry, like, it goes a long way. And I think now yeah. we're seeing that more, more people's work, more people's passion oh, is yes. showing off more. Yeah, that's a good part about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely... Like I've always taken the softer approach when it comes to managing of like, I'm, I, yes, it's a business and that's a big portion of it and everyone wants to eat and we want yeah. everyone to eat. But at the same time, I want to create that family dynamic with my team because mm-hmm. that's going to be the foundation of like your mental health is going to matter. Your physical health is going to matter. Your music, like everything is going to equal. And if you need to call me and you need an event for a day, do it. Like mm-hmm. we're still going to be on that level to where it's like, I'm going to really truly understand you as a person. So that way we can move forward and there's no, there's no excuses for anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, we just flow collectively. We understand each other and that's how it is. It's yeah, not, I don't look at them as a dollar sign ever. That's good. It's that's really good. I will never do that. These yeah. are going to be my friends for mm-hmm. life. I would hope down the road and all I want is to to see them succeed at the end of the day. It's really, I, I like how you got, like there's a business side of it mm-hmm. and then there's like that fun, like like this is the family environment. Yeah. We, we just had a meeting on Wednesday where we went over like a lot of the podcast and like yeah. that was my big thing, kind of elaborate on what we want to talk about, like the mental health side of it, mm-hmm. the um, the personal side of it, of yeah. like you don't want to burn yourself out. Yeah. You don't want to become bitter or resentful about what you're doing. 
Exactly. So I, that's important like, to have conversation dialogue where it's like very personable. It's very yeah. human and organic of like, all right, this is how you feel. Like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it and let's figure it out. Let's not get mad about it. Let's not get bitter about yeah. it. So I'm mean, going into that. Obviously, in the music industry, there's a lot of factors that attribute to the mental health. It's just whether it's a hectic mm-hmm. schedule. I mean, in some cases, substances, alcohol, drugs. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you do you have any I, like I I guess not I don't want to say stories, but like any good inference about just like managing that, like not just for yeah. the artist, but also yourself as, mm-hmm. as a person that's doing everything and yeah. operating everything. Yeah, it's definitely again, it's one of those things like you learn as you go, like you figure out like their rhythm, you figure out your rhythm, um, but it's okay to stop and be like, hey, I'm overwhelmed, I'm burned mm-hmm. out right now, I got to take a break, I got to stop, I got to chill for a second, and that's kind of what led me into taking my break because I was working crazy hours. I was working my full-time job and then trying to like squeeze in family and squeeze in friends and do all of those things into where eventually at the end of the day you sit there and you're like, I can't breathe because there's so much going on. And so that's kind of where the break came into where I was like, okay, let me pause. Let me be with my family. Let me ground myself for a second before I get back into this and make sure like I'm in a good spot because if I'm not in a good spot, I'm no benefit to the artist. Mm -hmm. I can't. It's your good old saying. That glass, uh, at the glass mm-hmm. wall theory. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're constantly pouring into others and you're not pouring mm-hmm. into yourself, that's where you just become dry. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and then so, there's nothing left to pour into anybody yeah. else. And that's not, that's not, not what the artists need. That, that's yeah. not, that's not good for them. So, yeah, it's definitely, I definitely value mm-hmm. mental health and I take it very seriously, especially mm-hmm. with the guys with traveling so often. And yeah, substance is like a big thing in the scene. And, um, so yeah, I always make sure to do check-in, are you good, how you doing, what's going on, how you feeling, mm. what do you need, do you need anything? It's like those conversations are the most important uh, to me out of anything. I always start meetings or anything like that with, first of all, how you doing, mm. what's going on with life, are you That's good, a beautiful are you thing a good too. Spot? The check-in is always, yeah. is always, it, yeah. it'll help somebody so much to check in with mm-hmm. them because it'll allow whatever they got pent up to flow. Yeah. Like if they have something in, on on the back, and like they're on like heavy weight on their chest or whatever, mm-hmm. and like you just ask them, "How's your mind? How's your body? How's your spirit?" Yeah. And they're like, oh, "I could like flow that yeah. out." Yeah. And then once you get that out, I can imagine the shows probably run more smoothly. Exactly. Or like you know, like if uh, they're just not feeling it that night, mm-hmm. and they need a little bit of encouragement, you yeah. know, or support. Yeah. And like, look, like it's not about me right now. It's for everybody else here kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I could definitely like see how that right there. You're, I think they're very lucky to have you and you're only going to be, um, they're only going to get better because of that. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're still, how, how many years in? Uh, five or six now. So you're decently green still compared mm-hmm. to like others, maybe in like 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. So like, I think you're ahead of the game yeah. in a sense. Like mm-hmm. I, I would imagine from what I'm, you know, can kind of like a uh, uh, guess on, but like that sounds very. I like that, and I, I think that's why. Also, because that's why I would want women on my team too, because of that feminine touch. Mm-hmm. It's like that nurturing touch. It's yeah. like we're go fucking go, and we need to be like we need to be nurtured, yeah. man. Yeah. Like you 100%. know, otherwise we're we're fucking we're we're burnt. Yeah. Like you know, we need the water. We need the we need the flow. We need the fucking like that nurturement. Like mm-hmm. so, that's that's uh, that's why I thought it was kind of weird how like management and women and or just like the whole industry itself like like women wouldn't be seen as like um as like they, they should be there or something like that mm-hmm. or, 
you know, so um, that's pretty much the point I was making right there. I don't know if you guys want to move on to the next. That, that was good, <laughs> yeah, brother. I like uh, that. Yeah. I think going back, like, um, the artists, obviously, um, you can give us a better perspective than what we know. Mm-hmm. But, like, what is that life like? Um, we obviously the traveling, like, the shows. But also, like, the, uh, the responsibility. Like, when you sign a contract to do an album or do an EP... Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain requirement and expectation from labels. So um, that can be something up too, just of being like, okay, I went from creating something that I love doing to we're now at the job, and now I'm on a time yeah. clock. So um, as far as that goes, like, do you ever see, like, artists having trouble, like, writer's block, where, like, there's, I can't really think of anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Writer's block happens a lot more often than people think. Yeah. Um, I usually tell the guys, well, one, again, it goes back to, of like, hey, why are you having writer's block? Like, what is, what's blocking you mentally or physically right now? Um, but then I usually, I'm always like, try something different. If you're in a certain genre, try making a different genre. Try messing around with it. You're creative with it. Go out of your normal box. Try something different and see, or take a break. Chill out. Take a week. Like, and honestly, like, the artists that we have, they're pretty... They're pretty damn good at keeping consistent music to where it's like right now, honestly, we have things booked all the way through December right now of music. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So it's nice. And then as far as like labels go, it's, I like the scene where it's at now in a sense of like, you're not signing to one label and they're just like, Hey, you got to make bangers and we got to put them out. It's, we have the music and we're pitching either one song or we want to sell an EP to a specific label and then they'll sign that song and it's like great we got the date for that let's move on to the next one for the next quarter so they're and they book pretty far out in advance um so yeah like i said like we just confirmed one that they were like hey yeah we can do december compilation and we'll do that and so they're doing things so far in advance right now but also it's because it's so busy right now like the scene is booming right now honestly in my eyes especially the house scene I love, house I love that singer. shit. Well, what? Because like, <laughs> sorry, I just, yeah. I just like some funky fucking bass. Is like just, yeah. like, just <laughs> yeah. I think generally like house is like a, a favorite because yeah. it's like that's what gets people dancing and stuff like that. Obviously, there's people oh, that have more preferences, but how? Yeah, you know, house is just like if you're trying to go and have a good time, it's house. Yeah, that's, that's I just it. want sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah. And fucking vibe. You want to be like, that little kid yeah. in, in the little video? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's me. I'm back all, all day long. I don't know if you guys saw the Lost Lands lineup, but they put they ended up putting a House on the lineup for a whole bass festival, and I was like, really? that was the most greatest idea you guys could have done. That Where is Lost really Lands? Awesome. That one's in uh, Legend Valley, Ohio. Yeah. Ohio. Ohio. Is it in Ohio now? Yeah. Oh wow! I thought it wasn't that in uh, like NorCal before. No, no. I uh, that's Wobble Land. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I actually w- w- wanted to get your point on that because to a lot of to like you know bases and headbangers or whatever. When mm-hmm. I saw that there was some house on it, you know, mm-hmm. some people had conflicting things. You know, some mm-hmm. people are like, "This is just headbang. Why would they do that?" So, from your perspective, well, why is that a refresher on a on an uh, event like? Um, I think it is because honestly, if you're listening, I mean, there is people that can listen to bass and do that all day, and that's amazing. But sometimes, like, it is fun to just go vibe out to a different genre every once in a while. That's why, like. EDC is insane because every single genre of EDM is in that one venue and you can walk and you're in a different Mm. realm of music. Mm. And so it's kind of cool to walk around and listen to the different genres and change it up a little bit. And like I said, house is 
booming right now. So, I mean, it makes sense to book house. Go vibe out. Try it out. Go have fun. And it's cool because like, that's like, it's like a nice little cool down. Like, <laughs> no, it's a nice little cool down. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Little yeah. Head, fucking just like vibe I've out, been raging like, hey, let's go for like 30, 40 minutes. Just go chill, like get some good music and, mm-hmm. and then like recharge, get back yeah, and exactly. head back over. Yeah. <laughs> I I personally like that another another thing because I I just saw this on Instagram I'm still fairly I've been in the EDM scene for like three years I can't I I got my favorites but I'm not going to actually be like oh I like know it like that Mm -hmm. but I guess a really big one is country rhythm or something like that country rhythm yeah what what's your take on that (laughs) (laughs) what you didn't see that at Coachella uh, no, I've never been. I've never been. I've never been to Coachella or Stagecoach. I've never been to any of like the huge ones. Yeah. You know? But um, I've never heard of that country yeah. country rhythm. It, it just, is. It just It is in right now, and it's go. It goes off for whatever reason. You know what I'm curious it? about? Is because like I think a couple of years ago, like it wasn't full electronic, but Kane Brown mm-hmm. was like playing around with, like a lot of like EDM artists, like doing mm-hmm. stuff like that, and it wasn't bad. Yeah. Like it wasn't bad. Mm. So like that's where I'm interested. It's just like they can definitely do something with it. They're really pushing the boundaries yeah. of music right now, which that's I good. think is really cool. Like look yeah. at Diplo, he just played Stagecoach. Yeah, the Age of Aquarius from that. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> no, it's like it's like thinking outside the box. It's yeah. like Eric yeah. is a fucking Aquarius. That was all about like the fucking outside the box type shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right yeah, and yeah. he's all about the the, the the itineraries and shit right so it's like yeah. this is just like that's just that my bad I um, I made the correlation he went all astrology <laughs> <laughs> he, he brought the astrology <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really back I'm really back <laughs> <laughs> he just had to get, he had to get that little yeah. lesson for us the stars are telling me to dance tonight <laughs> that, 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 that they are yeah. that they are <laughs> that they are. Uh, actually, no, we never actually really got to really talk about uh, like how we've known each other. But we oh, go yeah. all the way yeah, back. True. Yeah, we go mm. back all the way to middle, middle school, school baby. baby days. Yeah. We got uh, another throwback person. Another, yeah, <laughs> uh, baby, baby, baby. citrus. Yeah, so it's crazy. <sighs> crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that we've come like this far, like ten years. Uh, this is why I love this. It's because, yeah. like, I feel like it's 10 years later, but, like, we were still talking here. Like, it just, like, like it, Like, day, we yeah. hadn't skipped a beat. Yeah. And that's the cool part about it. Yeah. But, uh, what? Like, jeez. We were so, I would say, like, senior year, we were just popping off. Oh, senior year was yeah. insane. Dude, I we wish I went to the beach with you guys. Oh, I, I did a couple times. I never went to that beach fucking uh, party you guys did and made, like, the, the beer pong table. In the oh, that was, that was uh, the most fun trip yeah. ever. Yeah. That was insane. But people, like, died on that. <laughs> like, not literally, but, <laughs> but we had a couple of bodies on that trip. Hey, it's not a good time unless you get a couple of bodies. Bro, I think, like, I still have this picture. Where, like, <laughs> one of the funniest pictures I have is uh, third Austin's focus. Of course it's Austin. You see Reed hanging out the window. Like, oh. like just... Just like struggling, is <laughs> <laughs> in a beach towel like, wrapped around him, just chilling there outside. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh and uh, I'm not gonna say names, but we had me, me and Austin had somebody with us, and like basically this fool got too high, and it was like on the whole ride home, just been like, they took advantage of me, like. <laughs> They like they, we were like bro like what happened to you? Is it an edible or is it no? Smoking? Like they were smoking. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they were smoking. Edibles he was, are the fucking devil. Yeah, he was <laughs> like bro like they took advantage of me. 
Like, what? I'm like, bro, what do you mean they took advantage of you? Like, you were the one that wanted to. <laughs> you wanted this. Yeah. They coerced me. Yeah. I truly didn't want to do it. It was a wild time. Best. I just kept inhaling. Yeah, I didn't start drinking or partying until, like, the summer of junior year going into senior year. Damn. Yeah. I like, can't. I didn't start going out until then. I couldn't say that. I was, I was just saying, I wish I could say the same. I wish I could say oh, the no, same. No, I remember you guys going yeah. out all the time, and I was just at home, I'm like, Okay, and yeah. then I don't know what changed all of a sudden that I was yeah. like, yeah, let's Our go out. <laughs> That's true. We had a really good group, though. I feel like we were all collectively, like, we wanted to make that senior year a good year. Good. We I were think, all yeah. very determined of, like, no, this is all you. We were yeah. planning our tenure, our senior year, being yeah, like, we're. we're throwing the fattest Dude, part coming up. It is. Yeah. So you're the manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to book a fucking show for our, our yeah. tenure. Okay. I'll book one of the DJs and yeah. I'll have them fly out. We're going to push that shit fucking <laughs> tough. And I feel like that would work actually really, really well, too. Yeah, you got a good that would be oh, so yeah. fun. We're going to hit up the camera and be like, look, you little fucker. We're oh back. <laughs> that feels like I'm a part of the Redlands Unified School District. Now. <laughs> that, that, that's up to you. Uh, we're doing Genesis, but we're doing Genesis right. <laughs> Bring me Burns, bring me artists. We might have yeah. We're throwing Project X <laughs> in the cafeteria. <laughs> and that was the that was the fucking influence for us back then. Was. Yeah, Project it was. X. Everyone wanted to throw a Project X party. Want, yes, I remember we got close to one. Dude, yeah, Eric, Eric Martinez's party. party. I was no, saying, Eric's parties and Adam's parties. Adam, two houses. Dude, no, I thought the parties were insane. I'll never forget how I, I threw up off his front porch, and it felt it sounded like a bucket was being dumped <laughs> off the fucking roof. <laughs> Like, dude, that party, bro, I remember I was trying to light a cigar um, inside on the burner. Burn, I sit in my eyebrows. I remember that too. And I first yeah. Captain Sanchez. <laughs> like, like, you know, it was just like on one, bro. Yeah. Just fucking everywhere. Yeah. Oh that was gosh. that demon Dude, time. hearing all of these names again is wild. Yeah, it's it so is. so weird. No, there was, no, there was like a legit Project X party and like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you were there, was, like, and like jumping off the roofs off of Eric's roof into the pool. No, okay, the so there, no, there was one. It was um over there by Cram. I forgot what the kid's name was, but like they. Oh, was, yeah. that motherfucker! I was there. Yeah. Bro. They stole the fucker's car. Yeah, they yeah. stole his they car. Stole the mom's jewelry, the fucking TVs, the Xboxes. Oh. Yeah. They. they uh, can I? I'll name. No, no, do names. Don't do names. Okay, yeah. that motherfucker. Okay, well, he got caught up for but it. But don't do names. Okay, but yeah. Fuck that motherfucker. He's a weirdo. He's on yeah. the fucking register list. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's bald. He's in San Bernardino. <laughs> but uh, they sold a car and they ended up flipping it. Yeah. And then I remember they flipped it. Yeah, they I was the car. So yeah, I was on the. I was in the backyard in my underwear with all the uh, uh, water girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, like Lanisha, Mario, uh, uh, all the girls. I, can't, I don't know why I always walk in a man the most weirdest moments. <laughs> <laughs> you know why. No, it's, it's just like, I'm not never surprised. I just walk out and I'm just like, huh, okay. I'm just, I'm just on the table. <laughs> yeah. He was underwear. on the table in his underwear. And all the water girls are just like <laughs> dancing up on her. And I'm just like. All the, it, the, big, <laughs> black, the big black girls. I always was around big black girls. Yeah. They love me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're a great time. Yeah, they're a great time. Dude, they, were great. Great. they were so much fun. Oh yeah, they were cool. Those those they took care of us too. Yeah. Dude, I remember yeah. I saw someone literally laying on the couch and they just rolled over, threw up into someone's shoe. <gasps> that was Truce's shoe. <laughs> <laughs> 
and Lou picked you and him up. Dude, I remember there's this girl I was kind of messing around with, and we were like, we were like carrying each other to the one of the back rooms, and as we were like carrying each other, we both tripped, and she hit her, she hit her head into a printer. She was like smashed into a fucking printer, and I was just like, I was putting her up on this little futon, I was like trying to make sure she's okay, and then like people were trying to get in there. And I was like, hey, I'm like trying to fucking do something back here. And then like, uh, she's all fucked up. And I'm just like, oh. And then someone like opens the door like, hey, drink this. And it's a, it's a bottle. It's a clear, it's clear it's liquid. Sky. No, it's, it's a sky it was in the sky bottle. bottle, but you know, it was, there's vinegar in there. They put vinegar in the bottle. They're like, hey, drink this. I'll go. I'll leave you alone if you drink this. I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, let's go. I started drinking. I'm like, what the fuck? He starts laughing. I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. Oh. I remember that he took a big swing too. Like it wasn't a small swing. Like this one drank it, and then it was like, "What the fuck?" Dude, me and you finished a whole UV blue bottle in like fifteen oh fucking God. minutes. That and then shit. Mitch brought a fucking one fifty one bottle. I've never drank in one fifty one. And then this dude. Yeah, like, we did. What? That we saw that man. I remember me and you saw that. We we're like, oh. Oh no, I have drinking one fifty one before that. Yeah, me and you saw, and we were like, oh fuck. Shit, be lit on fire. Yeah. And I was like, bet. <laughs> Give it to me. Oh my god, that was. But no, uh, what was funny about that was it was me, Jeremy, Austin Edwards, uh, bro, I miss yeah, all, and we Do were all in Jer- yeah, no, we were all in Jeremy's bed of his truck, just hanging out, <laughs> and uh, Austin was talking to, to one of the people that was in the um, that was in the car that crashed, and all of a sudden, like he just like, yeah, she hung up with me randomly, like all right, whatever. So then um, we like hear sirens and we're like, what the fuck is going on? Let's get out of here. Yeah. So like the next morning, or actually you know, that Monday, we go back to school and everyone's telling us and we're just like, oh fuck, like that must have been like when he was talking to her that they like crashed and like that was the sirens like calling that shit. We were just like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, bro. Straight up flipped the fucking mom's car, bro. Yeah. Dude, that's insane. And fled, so all and the left, jewelry. They, bro, they left one of the girls there. Like, they all fled and left one of the girls there. Yeah. yeah. That's awful. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. Fucking. Oh, karma. <laughs> hey, that was karma. You're gonna say yep. survival of the fittest. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you chose this life. You better get the fuck out of it. Nah, but karma came back. Hey, karma came back and got that motherfucker. Yeah, fuck yeah. that motherfucker, dude. Uh, I only say that because he's on on the list, but yeah. Okay, after this, I want to know who it is. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you. For sure. We'll definitely tell you. Yeah, but I, uh, I saw him on there too because I was looking at the registry just of like how many people are around everywhere, and uh, I, I clicked on one. And I was like, no fucking way! I found him. Like I didn't even mean to find him. Oh, <laughs> um, he lives over uh, towards Patton's so Hospital, oh, Patton okay. Avenue, like yeah. over there. What's all his head? That's the scary thing though. There's so many of those little freaking like the Reds. Yeah. Oh, go to Anaheim. It's the capital. The capital. Why? Yeah, that's exactly. It's literally the capital of pedophilia. But let's turn the note. So yeah. So actually, one last thing is like yeah, we did a lot of partying. Yeah. In high school, your graduation party. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was. I I already knew it was gonna be like back. I walked in and I had everyone's beer. Yeah. So I have like two cases of beer. My no, my beer bong in my back no, like, like coming like, out. Remember how you used to walk into the parties with the thirty six racks yes. on the yeah. shoulders? No, but like I had a backpack. I had like my beer bong coming out of it. Like I look like Captain Shenanigans. Fuck yeah, that's what I look like. Dude, the beer bong was it. And I just remember like it was such a good party. Everyone's having a good time. I remember Clint. Like then this fool like almost going to the fall into the pool. Yeah, he almost multiple fell. people almost fell into the pool. Yeah, it happens every party. That's another one I missed. <laughs> yeah, um, dude, that party got out of hand. Yeah. My family was like, 
what is a girl? <laughs> Who are what? you degenerates that you hang out with? No, because it literally was like I invited like our core group, yeah. and then because everyone split into Rev too, so then Rev ended up showing up, oh, and it really? was like me and like one other person was having a party that night. So literally all of Rev and Citrus showed up at yeah. my house. Damn, like yeah. my cousin ended up in the driveway being like, "Yeah, no one's no one else can come in." There's too many people. Damn, max capacity. <laughs> max yeah, capacity. Yeah, you you didn't want me being. being what the, the fuck was I doing? You probably being a little fucking. I, I was beer bonging fireball. Yeah. Right, yeah, I was beer bonging fireball. fireball. Yeah, oh I, I drank so much fireball. That was like the first. Oh yeah, that was. A, oh yeah, we did. That was. I don't know why. Well, I know. I know. Why. It was cheap and good. Yeah, it was cheap and good. It, that I, was, I didn't yeah. really even never like it. That shit just always was just like. Uh. No, I just remember that was the first time that I ever like openly acknowledged like, yeah, it's time for me to go. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I like tapped out before I knew it was like to get like bad because I remember I got home and like fell into my bed. <laughs> And then I rolled over, I saw my truck, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Like, that was, like, I was like, I'm glad no. I made that call. That was a, that was a good call to make. The mountain nights have slept in your freaking halfway in and halfway out the closet. Oh, yeah, that was secondary bed. Yeah, secondary bed. We used to just put pillows and blankets into, like, the bottom part of his, his closet yeah. and just, like, make, like, a secondary bed. But the best part about that was like it was comfortable because there were sometimes I would sleep there. Yeah. There was sometimes where like I'd be like, yo, I'm not falling asleep. Like I'm just gonna go lay right there, and like I would fall asleep nah. like a baby. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> a good time. So funny. A, a lot of good times. A lot, a lot of, good of good. Times over the years. <laughs> it's 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 honestly for me. It's it's honestly great to see your progression because like I said, you know, you come from high school. We see everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, certain attributes and everything. I I I, I love. How strong you've always been, strong-willed, but I love how much stronger you've gotten. Mm-hmm. You, I love to see that. I love to see your progression in all this because that's Thank so you. amazing. I appreciate so, that. Like I said, as as a friend that's been been here for God, and it's been Beatty. It's gonna be for about thirteen years that I've known you now. Yeah. Great fucking job. And like Thank I said, you. you're you're just getting started, so mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the future. I can't wait to hear more of your artists and any more future artists. Because yeah. I'm letting you know right now, that's gonna be popping. Yeah. It definitely is. Have you guys yeah. ever been to EDC Vegas before? Or is this your guys' first time going? I went one year, like partially, and it was it was cool. Like I, I went like one day, and it yeah. was cool. Um, but yeah, this is like my first like full, full weekend. Yeah, this is my second. So it's actually funny because last year was my first EDC, okay. and EDC actually lands on my birthday. So That's it's so it was one of those to where like last year. The boys end up didn't coming, so I actually did like a solo, solo. trip out there oh, by yeah. myself. It was it was like so often like a blessing because my aunt like texts me because uh, she's like an actual like OG raver. Like I'm talking about, she's the one that the black sheep of the family, yeah. alternative rock, Love like it. all that. She put me on, so she texts me because she knew I was going. She's like, hey, she's like, where are you gonna be at like uh, day one? And I was just like, um, I don't know. I'm just gonna go to where this flower entrance is and yeah. just like go. She's like, oh, okay, well, she's like, meet me by the base pod, and I was just like, okay. And I kind of looked at it. I was like, okay, cool. But then I was like. Wait, wait, like you're you're, you're here? here? And then, you know where the baseball's at? <laughs> so then so then I, I ended up meeting my aunt, some childhood friends. I walked around, you know, danced with a whole bunch of people, it's women. So fun. Like it was it was it was such a blessing. And I tell people like just having that experience, like solo with a few people was mm-hmm. great. But when you go with your whole group of people, people. And, and you 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 swarm together and nothing yeah. goes as planned. And that's what I love no. about EDC. You mm-hmm. have your set times, you'll be like, Oh I'm gonna go to this person, this yeah, person. No. 
and go like I that. literally now, I don't even look at lineups anymore for festivals. I mean, I'll, like, look at them, obviously, if it's, like, something I seriously, like, want to go to. But I won't look at set times. It's one of those things, like, I will not look at set times. It's going to be, like, I'm going to get there, and we're going to go with the flow, and we're going to see yeah. where life takes us. Yeah, not I've that. Just, like... Go there, have a good time. Like, yeah. if wherever, whoever's going to be performing, you're either going to vibe with them or you're not going to vibe with exactly. them. Exactly. So, like, that's how I get it now. Exactly. And then it's like you end up running into other people or meeting other people. So, you're going to end up at different sets. Or you're going to, like, you're going to flow in so many different Yeah, directions. like, Hard Summer, when we saw Kid, like, I never knew who Kid was. And I was like, I fuck with this place. This place is cool as fuck. Yeah. So, like, I just, that's how I look at now. I was like, whoever I see, I see. Like, there's sometimes, like, there's some non negotiable, like, yeah, I want to go see this. Like, I haven't yeah, seen exactly. the person there's yet certain, and I want to see them. Yeah. But, like, as far as, like, oh, like, damn, I'm. If I miss them, I yep. miss them. And it's cool to wander. EDC is the perfect place to go yeah. wander. And you'll find so many new artists. Oh, like yeah. so many new artists that you can just walk around and listen to and be like, oh, crap, that guy's really good. Who is that? And then you'll look at the lineup and you'll find new people that you'll listen to. Yep. That was the, the, that was me last year. I met Matrata. Uh, I think I think Ar- Armenham. His, his name's long. I, I can't I'm say his Armin name. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That one. Um, <laughs> Like styles, yeah. There's so many people. Um, fun case back to back. I was like fun, whatever. But last year was like fun case something. I don't know. That was cool. Yeah. So yes. Um. And since we're on the topic of EDC, you know, you did say you were stage manager and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Can you tell us about like stage manage like EDC and those big events like that? Yeah. So we, um, the other manager that I used to work with, um, he worked for a company that ran Corona Electric Beach. So remember that little like sponsored Corona stage? Yeah. Um, so we actually got to stage manage that. And I did EDC Vegas, EDC Orlando, and Spring Awakening in Chicago. Oh, nice. And so with that, it's almost, it's it's kind of cool because you learn the opposite side. So the TM, it's like you're the one communicating with the stage managers of all these venues and doing that. So now being on the opposite end of like the artists are showing up, you're making sure they're on their set times. You're like telling the artists of like, hey, you have 10 minutes left. You're on in 10. Like, do you have your drinks? Do you need anything? Like basically, and especially that stage is not super big and they don't usually let a lot of people up there. So it's like you're standing at the stairs making sure there's not, it's not over capacity on stage, that the art is good, the mic works, the lighting's good, the music's good. You're watching the crowd to make sure no one's hopping over the fences or you're keeping an eye on like, because you have like a block that you have to watch. And if someone like something happens to someone within that area, you have to call it in. And so it's like you're constantly watching for so many different things of like the safety of the artist, the safety of the fans, the like everything that you can think of is and so it's a really cool because you get to meet a lot of really awesome people um hanging out back there and working so it's it was a really really cool learning experience and it was probably one of the most fun things but it's let me tell you the hours are insane because you have we had to be there the first day of edc two hours before opening and so that already the festival is already like how long is it? Like 10 hours long? Something crazy yeah. like that? Yes. Yeah. 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 Is it 7 to 7? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. But I, I believe like the, last, the last performer comes on at 4.30. Four, yeah, like okay, so then maybe it's a little less. But yeah, it's like, yeah, so it's like, uh, um, so yeah, we had to be there two hours prior. And then our stage ended, I think, one hour before closing of the festival. Mm-hmm. But so you're there that whole entire time. And then you got to like close up the stage, make sure everyone like gets off the area, make sure everyone's good, everyone gets out. And yeah, so then it was like, we literally get, because we didn't stay on site, we stayed at the hotel, so then it's like, by the time we got back, it was like 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and then it's like, you basically nap, because then you still have to be there before opening the next day. Damn. Yeah. Just, just, it's, it's yeah. just wild. Insane. Like, there was, I think it, I was fine until the third day. The third day hit me, and I was sitting behind the stage, and I was just like, 
I need sleep and I need food and, and I need like an energy. environment because like you're constantly having music blasting. So I can only imagine how you're just like your body is probably just like maxed out. Oh like, no, hundred yeah. percent. It's funny because we had one day that it was like all house and it was like the same the whole time and I literally looked at one of the managers she's like you good I was like no I need to go listen to dubstep can I go take a break please and I think I yeah. wandered over to uh uh circuit grounds and I went mm-hmm. and saw slander and yeah. just sang oh, my yeah. heart out and I was like all right I'm good yeah. <laughs> I'm good now it's all I needed so yeah it definitely gets exhausting listening to the same music over and over sometimes oh yeah and it's get, loud do you get uh pretty sick ever after those types of um sometimes not too bad because usually for those like I'm not hungover I'm not drinking I'm just I just I've been working so yeah no I usually it's more of like I'm sleep deprived than Mm. anything you're probably just tired and my body's just exhausted and I can sleep for like 24 hours after that got you yeah I just feel like I mean granted I am like taking substances and stuff like that Mm -hmm. festivals and stuff but I just feel like after like two like three day festivals I always end up sick Sick. as a fucking dog yeah like they call it the Wook flu. Yeah, the Wook flu, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, every yeah, yeah, I'm not happy yeah. to you too. Almost yeah. like every single one you came back, I remember you always come back on festival. Man. And I'd be like, hey, you coming in this week, bro? And you're like, nah, bro, I'm not feeling good. Yeah, yeah. but there's, there's also a reason, you know, there's some people, you know, we few of us had that phase where we would push our limits a little, you know, whatever is going through in life because, yeah, yeah because, yeah. because rapes for me, you know, it's always been a, it's always a good release. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, when you're in that environment for a few days, you get out of reality, you start yeah. dancing a lot. You want to keep the good time going. It's like, you don't think about certain things, you know? Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. so the reason why I bring that up. So for you, so mm-hmm. for those three day festivals, so yeah. wait, wait, when you're traveling, doing a back to back to backs or whatever, mm-hmm. do you find yourself like, okay, I need to like, I need to like take a breather, like, like, mm-hmm. like peace. Cause you're around so much music. Yeah, Have you ever sure. had to like just sit in your room or sit in the car yeah. and just be at peace? Oh like, yeah. Just no Absolutely. music. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially like being behind there, like with the loudspeakers and your ears are ringing by the end of the night if you mm-hmm. don't have the proper like earplugs or anything like that. But yeah, a hundred percent I'll go and I just want to sit in a dark room in dead silence and I just want to lay there and that's it, which is nice. And then it's like, all right, round three, let's go. We're still going. <laughs> but, I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Not get good? That, get that. No, I just oh. get it. Uh, okay, I yeah, I, I hate to do that, but like I tasted that, and I was like, "That's not good." So I'm, it's mm, it's not good. I had a lot of experience with Honey Jack, mm-hmm. and because uh, I was gonna start a whole length sleeve of alcohol, but uh, I just that's why I have to be. But that taste, just like yeah. don't get me wrong, like those would be good, you know, just to be sipping on. But also, I had a flash like a coin right now. Yeah, like it just it, <laughs> I had a flash like a coin. Yeah, like a, it was like nah, you don't want that. It's just like you've been yeah. here before. You really want to just <laughs> you again? Like, you're gonna go back. Like, you're being pretty desperate right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. I, just, I was like, oh no. Yeah, I was like, you've been here before, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll sip this love with just that Jack Daniels <laughs> honey <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> yeah, man. You go and give that to me. I got to be on some demon time for that shit. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm knocking at the door. We're going to have a great day. It's yeah. a beautiful day. Yeah, it's so, a sorry beautiful for the, day. Sorry for the interruption. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you're good. Like the drink it's on the cast. Yeah, I figured the guy with the honey tattoo would wouldn't even want it. So no, that's why I don't. Want it. <laughs> that's why I was like, that's why I was like trying. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. right, see, I think me and you had the same reaction. Yeah, because like you drink and you were like, oh. Yeah. Like, I wish I would I would have had those back in the day. Yeah, like I would be drinking those back then. Eighteen year old John would have been like, those are godsend. <laughs> I would have shot the whole six yeah, they were shotgunning those for yeah. sure. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm out at fucking Toby Keith. Like, give me. Oh give my me gosh, back. the Toby Keith concerts. <laughs> those, those were it's, 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 especially back then, like senior year and everything else like that. I, I know, like everybody loved that. Did you go to the country concert? You never went. I've, I've never been. I've, I've been wanting to, uh, especially around that time when you guys were going off still in that mm-hmm. phase of like fuck country, but no, mm-hmm. but like it was one of those. It was one. It was one of those, especially for me coming from like you know, especially my background. I only, and it, it, it's because of Redlands, because of the type of people, you know, women, I did get into country, you know, just to understand a little bit. I only got into country because of Savannah. Yeah. That's she put same. 95.1 on my radio stations, and like, she like, she like put it on one of the preset ones, mm-hmm. and I was just going through my radio stations, and 95.1 came on, and I was like, fuck, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll give it a shot, and then I started listening, I was like, hey, I kind of like this. Yeah. yeah. So she's actually the one that got me into country. And then, like, that's when I started getting into the concerts. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize that the concerts, like, were just a big old party. So once I, once I, once I, once I saw that, I was like, the, yeah. You pull in the parking lot and it's a like, party. Uh, the tailgate's almost more fun than the Oh, place. yeah. Like, there I, were some people that strictly didn't buy a ticket. Yep. And they, they would just go the to the tailgate. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Dude, I remember one year, Everett and I got, got there. There was only one other person in the parking lot. We got there so early. Really? <laughs> we, dude, we had like an 18 wrap of uh, Paps. I think I remember that. And we had a bottle of Espelone. <laughs> and, bro, like, we were, we were like almost through the whole 18 wrap. Oh, my We God. started getting into the bottle, and then people started showing up. And by the time everything's going on, we're already fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, That's probably better, though, honestly. No, hell no. Yeah. Dude, that, remember when I was on top of the RV? I almost fell off the RV. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, it was always the same people. They they were there at every single concert with the RV with people dancing on it. Yeah, yeah. I made out with them busted twins. <laughs> I think it was Austin's cousins. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I didn't know who was who. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you for that. Austin listening to the cast like it was you. Yeah. No, he Austin already knew. He was like, really, bro? Like my cousins? <laughs> yeah. Hey, they were they were cousins. Yeah, yeah, Matt. Matt was just like, I don't know what to tell you. I <laughs> could just see Matt being like, I was uh, fucking, I don't know. dude. I was weakened, bro. I was, I was like a fucking weakened animal. They're just like looking at me. Uh, yeah. Oh those con- God, those concerts were freaking just wild. Yeah, and that was when you never bought the actual seats. You just bought the lawn. Oh yeah. Lay the up in the, the hill. Best. The yeah. lawn was the best part. I remember just walking in so drunk. From the tailgate and just laying in the grass. Yeah, who the fuck wants Leave to sit here? Seats? Yeah, people would be passed on the lawn. Like I just yes. like watch around like just be yeah. bodies. everyone just laying in the <laughs> lawn. <laughs> My mom lost her uh, her um, clip her extensions one year. There's like she had extensions in. She yeah. all got too fucked up and like somehow they managed to come out and like she <laughs> lost them and there's just like her hair randomly, you know, yeah, like just in the lawn. It's like you know, and people lose. Limits. I'm sure that happens more often. Than yeah, not, right? yeah, I thought I heard like oh, someone else lost her extension. <laughs> you guys remember that fight that was at Citrus where the I think it was the mom or someone came and her extensions were in the schoolyard. Oh, yeah, oh, just getting pepper spray. Yeah, yes. she had like red hair. Yes, yeah. yeah. We were just I was just talking about that with somebody because. They were like trying to tell me like how like the fights at their school. Do you ever have parents fight at your school? They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had parents. The parents showed up. That was fun. You guys are right. Yeah, you rookie. Yeah. You had, you had rookie in the action shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Bro, but she I ate think it. That she, did. Still she ate YouTube. it. Her adrenaline was going for sure. Yeah. She was off. 
That was insane. Fuck you, rookie. No, she, like, she was just like bracing, like taking the full on. I think I have that picture too. She looked like a Terminator. Bro, I don't know what she was on, but yeah, exactly. Like, it was like a Terminator insane. trying to like get their prey. Rookie would just like. <laughs> yeah, those were uh, that. Thinking back about it, like we had such a fun time going we there. We did. It really was. It was like a fun time. It was, and it was just like a melting pot because there were so many different people, like so many different backgrounds. Scandals yeah. getting swept under the rug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. got a documentary coming out on us. What? Yeah, our Redland School District yeah. documentary. They have a documentary what? coming out. Yeah, yeah. It's, investigative, like, it's like an investigative like um, documentary about like all the sexual scandals. Oh yeah, we have, a, we have an outrageous amount of sex scandals. Yeah, mm-hmm. like outrageous amount. Yep. Uh, it's, it's like over twenty, like over twenty year period. Like they're gonna like go and look at everything. everything? Yeah, because that's, that's well. I mean, true. think about that motherfucking counting on that full fucking what what. <laughs> Well, with our scandals, yeah. what happens? Yeah. <laughs> just like our government. Just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm guessing there was also happened to RHS. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. They're, like, they're talking about like, back in like the 90s. Like they were like back in like nineties, like two thousands, like oh, there was a lot of shit going on. Oh shit, the back in my day type shit. Yeah. Oh, coming to life now. Yeah, so Hey, we lived through it. Ain't nobody touch me. So we good. Unless they wanted to touch Shiloh. Then. <laughs> hey, come on. I'm older now. You asked the right you know, on the last, to me nice. No, so hold on. I'm not, on episode three, this fool is like Miss Alexander, the bad one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. I forgot her name. Yeah, he was like, because uh, we were talking about Miss Alexander, and Shiloh was like, Miss Alexander, the bad one? <laughs> what is I got her name. Uh, no, it wasn't Miss Alexander. It was uh, Miss Padilla. Uh, Padilla, the Spanish teacher. I didn't know Miss Padilla was that bad. Was it? Yeah, was it? Just, so no, no. Uh, you she talking, did English. Oh, I did say Spanish. Yeah, I remember her being she was English. English. Probably was. Like, oh, like, I just such I, a random fact. Sorry, and like it took me super oil. That that really is. Because like, I remember I was in Spanish one senior year because I was trying to do something for college. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And uh, I was with a bunch of like freshmen, sophomores kind of deal, and so like that class was always so like fucking like oh my god, yeah, there you go here again. And I just had Miss Padilla, and I'm like, this is what everyone thought was like so bad. Like they just like I'm like, what the fuck? And the same thing like Miss Cicero. I didn't think she was that bad either. Yeah. Like I didn't think that any of the teachers were really that bad. Like I can't remember now. There was one, and I remember. Like I said, she's a light skinned teacher. She came in, I believe, our junior senior year. She's very very pretty late. Very very oh, very pretty. Um, was she the link crew, Miss Reed? I wanted. She was something like that. She just okay. light. Were you a link crew? I was. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, she, yeah, she was good. If she was good looking, then yes, maybe. Look at that. Where all, all the scandal? Where all the scandal started? Where all the scandal started? Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Link crew was. Uh, <laughs> I love they it. were definitely Lincoln. Lincoln. Damn. Why? Who was a part of Link crew that linked? It's public information. So like, who that was, uh, yeah, Wires and uh, uh, that's what Wires did. Dude, I'll never be like, dude, she, she would like have some weird, uh, she would say weird shit. And I remember one time, yeah, like, when was she running around like playing tag with the, the kids and like, like, uh, I remember something distinctly like, she was like playing like a game, like, and like running around and being like all fucking intense and shit. No, remember, remember we had her. Yeah, no, we, we had, had her a sophomore year. Remember every single block period. It would just be like six or seven of those guys. Like no one else had to stay, but it would be like six or seven of us that had to stay. And we would never have to do shit. She would just be like, well, you guys just need to be better and just like talk to us. So she was grooming. <laughs> she might have been. She might have been. She was been. like, what do you want to be? 
connect room. Yeah. <laughs> John's like, not me, beep, beep, beep. Nah, like, I would have been down the time. At the, uh, at the time, I would have been down. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nah, I would have been way too scared. Yeah. I would have been like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I remember her reading about uh, the good earth, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lotus flower? Lotus <laughs> you remember very distinctly, John. I, yeah, that, that, point, that book, no, that book was just so out there because, like, it's this, like, Chinese farmer that just... Crowding the ranch. He's, like, starts up pores, so, like, finds, like, a very down, loyal girl. And then just, like, well, fuck that. I'm gonna go fuck, the, like, the, basically, like, the prostitutes. So he goes through one. And this is the book she chose? You don't remember the good her? Dude, I don't remember yeah. fucking shit from high school. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I didn't pay attention to fucking shit. Yeah, but then like this boy goes through wives, like he goes to like younger wives, like he just finds like this like younger like woman and then keeps on marrying them, and they end up like all leaving him, and then it's the one that's loyal that like with him to the very end. Dude, I'm surprised I got through high school. I felt like I was like half retarded when I was in high school. Like, I was, honestly, <laughs> like I don't know how I even made it. I barely didn't make it through. I almost didn't graduate because I didn't want to cover in child development. Miss Taylor. Oh, I was Taylor. Plus Miss Taylor. Miss Taylor was dope. I was, it was senior year. What? I Ms. had an F in child development. Yeah. I didn't oh. want to do any of the fucking coloring assignments. None of it. I was yeah. like, I'm a fucking senior. What the fuck am I doing coloring right now? <laughs> I made the mistake of taking AP Psych my senior year. I would have been chilling oh. if I didn't do that. Yeah. You, uh, oh, I remember uh, that. You were stressed. I remember I that. Stressed. Yeah. I didn't think oh. I was going to pass. I got a B, I think. I know. The funny part was like you, like Shelby, Reed... Uh, Courtney were all like taking like AP and shit like yeah. stressed out fuck we're like oh me like I'm over here just, just like oh I'm chilling I, yeah. I would have been chilling I literally yeah. had art link crew avid AP psych yeah and oh like I don't yeah. know why I would have been mad chilling senior year mm-hmm. you you would have been maybe further along your degeneracy with us maybe. I, yeah I probably yeah. would have actually did AP psych help you out at all did you learn a good amount or no um, yeah, honestly, it was like, cause I, when I went to Cal State right away, my intro to psych class was basically AP psych. Yeah. Okay. So it was AP like literally was just like repeated. A college course, yeah, no? it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't think I took the test though. Now that I think about it, cause you know how you have to take the test in order to get the class to count for college. Okay. I was like, I didn't remember anything oh, you're like, uh, at all. Yeah. That and because we did also AP history junior year with, um, Beaumont. no, Oh, what was her name? She was the one that, no, she talked, uh, she always said bitchin'. Bitchin. I can't remember her name. Oh, Um, she's an older lady. Yes. Miss Nielsen? No. 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 Uh, Miss, uh. I can pick her up. I know exactly what you're talking about. She's a little older in a lady. Or something like yes. That. I know exactly and what you're talking about. It now. was, she, oh my, yeah, it'll come to so me cool. eventually. But uh, she was so cool. She literally would yeah. put on movies for our class. No. no. I know exactly what you're talking about. No. I, have, come, I have a bigger picture. I can, yeah. yeah, I can picture her. But yeah, she used to just put on movies and then she'd be like in class and she'd be like, all right, well, here's the test. Like, if you guys have any questions, and then someone would ask for help. She'd be like, okay, the answer to this one is this. And then she'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to go to the front office while you guys take your test. And like, we would just be hanging out. Yeah. Like, she was so chill, but she I did knew. not learn anything in that class. <laughs> I, didn't learn. I did not resuscitate anything from that. I mean, <laughs> or retain. Oh, why is it resuscitating? It'd be like that. Yeah. Like Who that. was the baseball coach that got pistol whipped? <laughs> Carly. Car- Carly. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> I'm so not sure. I remember when they said that, they are like, don't bring it up to him. It's like, you know, it's very like. That fool was yeah. such a fucking hothead, though. Yeah. I remember one time I was yeah. sitting in his seat. Like, cause he, he went <laughs> he out, 
Dude, no, no, that was Mr. Vargas. <laughs> but no, I was sitting in a seat with my fucking feet on his desk. Yeah. Oh, just no. like he's all get out of my chair. Like, and I'm like, it just turned extremely red. I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> You're okay, sorry. Yeah. It, dude, that fool was fucking he was cool though. Like he I was feel, chill yeah. until it got serious. Cause like remember I managed baseball. So when they were at the games and it like went bad, I literally was like it was a dead silence on the bus when they lost one oh. time, and he was heated. And I literally sat there up front, and I was like, I'm not talking to anybody. Uh, I'm sitting here and not saying a word. Mm-hmm. It was the most awkward bus ride home ever. You don't deserve to talk. We're over here on the football team fucking laughing and fucking talking shit. <laughs> Just got our asses kicked by 30. Watch it. So, no, hold on. Defense, people were saying shit. Offense, motherfucking bro, they're having a great, like, grand all time. Yeah, because they'll, they'll go ahead and drop a fucking high score of 12 on the defense because <laughs> out here fighting for our lives. Dude, I miss the football games. Yeah. We had so much fun at those games. Uh, I yeah. mean, you guys were out there playing, Life but we had stand. a great time in the stands. Dude, I remember when I did it in grades one year and I showed up uh, drunk as fuck <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Brandon Bird. Dude, I was so. That sounds right. Dude, I was so like naive that I didn't think people could smell me. Yeah. Like I didn't think people could smell how drunk I was, but I was literally just drinking out of a fucking smear not bottle on the way, and we were listening to that song "Scandalous." She's so scandalous, and then like. Brandon's all singing his heart out, and I'm just like swinging out the (laughs) bottle in his green truck. Oh yeah. And we show up to the fucking thing, and then like I remember all these like moms that knew me from like you know child like uh, growing up with their kids and stuff like would be talking to me and then like i, I was talking to talking to him and they all kind of were giving me like weird vibes and then like i would talk to somebody else and then i remember i think i talked to Ta- tyler jacobs and he was like dude you fucking smell <laughs> bad right now i'm like really and he was like yeah i can smell you bad right now like, and i was like fuck dude like i didn't realize you could smell me like that <laughs> that's funny I threw up and like on the way too and shit. Like oh it was like a total puke and rally kind of moment. Like That's the story of her life. <laughs> yeah, like, it, I got like a one point eight GPA. Puke and rally. Yeah, one point eight, bro. That was my sophomore year. That sophomore year, I showed up drunk as fuck because I didn't make grades. Oh my god. So I didn't play any of the fucking preseason. Damn. <laughs> so I was living the life in the stands for the preseason. It's a great <laughs> time in the stands. Yeah. We had so much fun. It was. You know, like I. I feel like I never, I was always with like the outside groups of like your guys' groups. Mm-hmm. Like I was around, but like I was never like in. Like, I know, I was never in a group. I was like, kind of like a floater. Yeah, like you had Yeah, to, like, like I'm, I will say like, I think it was just like our like our end of our junior, like going into our senior year, like we were just like, let's make this shit pop off. And, like, like I'm talking yeah. like the, the Jake Ochoa, the fucking yeah. like that, that guy, like that. No, to Tyler Jenkins. Tyler well, like, to be fair, though, like, I feel the baseball like... players, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, they had their little, like, you know, their, their little group that, yeah. that had, like, uh, the cliques with the, ba- like, the certain football people. Yeah. And, like, I, I was cool with, like, you know, I was cool with them, but I never really, like... That's why I didn't go to that fucking, uh, that beach party, or, like, I didn't go to your graduation, or, yeah. like, a party or something like that. I think what it was, was, like, a lot of, like, the people were, like, hanging out with the upperclassmen. Yeah. So, like, yes. I think that's, like, our, why, like, our sophomore yeah. and junior year, like... People we were, were hanging out with like the people. We were like, oh, now we gotta hang out with each other. Yeah. <laughs> so and then, like, senior year, we were like, left. yo, like, let's like have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, you really are cool. Yeah. Hey, let's kick it. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's why senior year was fun because we all like kind of like there was the clicks, but it was like, nah, we're all yeah. celebrating our senior year together all year long. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the best part. No, because I remember like it was uh, that little freaking middle like patio right there for yes. lunch. 
Like everyone was right there. Like and people would just be at different tables just talking. Yeah. Like it was never like Oh, them over yeah, here, them like, over here. That senior year, like I remember everyone was right there in that yes. middle, like, I, like that little middle island just across from the yeah. E building. Yep. Yes, yeah, it was exactly. like, yeah, that yeah. was our spot. Across from the yeah. clock, I'll never forget the big clock. Yeah. Yes. Mm, the clock that, what did they put up there? A cou- did they put a couch up there? <laughs> what did they put up there? Yeah, I think it was a couch. <laughs> they did something. For the senior prank? Yeah. yeah. Didn't they do something to the pool too? Oh, they, they did. It was. It was so. I forgot what. I forgot what. I think they, they dumped. The some, I don't know if they dumped. I, 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 mean, I feel like I'm not that one because that shit was expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think. I think looking back now, we didn't realize the fucking extent of the damage. That didn't one year so, someone let the that lady's chickens out? And weren't they on campus at one point? Oh, I, <laughs> I, I thought that happened. I know there's a couple fights on her on her yard. Yeah. I remember uh, it was cars and somebody else. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, it was like Clash of the Titans. Yeah. I was just this little body, like looking, and I'm like, oh, I should yeah. be back here. This little I'm like, if someone had it on their video, <laughs> someone recorded oh it. God. And I remember the next day at practice, our coaches were like, so you think it's funny? Oh, yeah. <laughs> to be recording <laughs> in the old lady's little chicken farm and putting and sharing Standing up on World Star. Yeah, we were just oh, like, oh my God. I, I miss that lady's farm only because it looks we... so weird without it there. <laughs> it looks exactly. pretty good though. No, just walking by it every morning. You know that little like right there across from the gym, like walking yeah. by that every morning, going into school. Like that was the freaking like the little ritual. Just like all right, yeah. just hearing those just animals, the yeah. morning chickens to wake up Isn't as you're walking kind of, in late to class. That's kind of crazy. They're just like. We'll just wait her out real quick. <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. She, how old is she? Okay, keep building, keep building. Yeah, yeah no, that's a hundred percent what they said. Yeah. Seriously, they were like, "Okay, we could do a couple of years like this." <laughs> yeah, like oh, you're okay with the clock and the, and the alarms and yeah, everything yeah. like that. All right. <laughs> the, guy, the football player is fighting in your chest. Could you imagine how scared she probably was? Jonas <laughs> was so man. Yeah. Like cars looks like a fucking behemoth. Like that fool is just like that, and then. Jonah is just Jonah. And Aaron Mitchell was there attacking me. I was like, yes, of, course, of course, of <laughs> course. You see all three of them in there, you're just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what do want that I'm all 100, like 160 pounds and shit. They're like grown-ass men. You yeah. know Aaron was a grown-ass man in seventh grade? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, well, that was fun reminiscing. Yeah, no, we're on the game. Oh, yeah, you were on the game. Yeah, we're on the game. The game. So we're just going to ask a couple questions. They could be yes or no, or a okay. quick little response. But essentially, it's going to be really music. Okay. Um, so, what is our favorite festival? Um, I would say EDC Vegas, oh, hands okay. down, that I've been to thus far. Reason mm-hmm. being, like I said, is just because the genres and the energy in there and how big it is and the seeing and the, like, you literally feel like you're in a different world. Like, mm-hmm. you're in no longer, like, you're in just this whole, you're captivated by this whole thing. And the music range, the vibes, like, everything, the production, the teams there, like, it's insane. It's so fun. So there's, like, nothing like it? just Not that I've been to yet. Okay. Nothing has matched that energy. You know, you know, the one I've heard that everyone says is, like, the one is Tomorrowland. That's on my bucket yeah. list, for sure. Where's Tomorrowland at? That's in Amsterdam? Europe. Amsterdam, yeah. I think, yeah. Dude, you know, I was uh, planning, after I was done with firefighting, I had some money. Um, I was planning this uh, Croatia Yacht Week that included mm. a two-day VIP pass at the very end to Croatia Ultra Music Festival. Oh, oh that would be, be so sad. Dude, yeah. you literally go on a yacht for a whole week to around the Mediterranean, I believe. 
and um, at the very end, you land, and you have two VIP two-day VIP pass included into the whole thing. That's dope. To Ultra Beast Festival, Festival Croatia. Yeah. Like, oh my dude. That's so sad. I want to do that so bad, bro. Like, and then like after that, you can obviously just fucking stay in Croatia and then go Europe. And yeah. yeah. Hostels and shit. Did you dope. see they're doing the EDC on the boat? The yeah, BBC carnival kind of deal, yeah. like a, like a, like a, um, a cruise, yeah, a cruise, yeah. Whoa. That's, that's October, right? that, yeah. dude. That would be insane. I wanted to go so badly, so badly. What, It'd be um, so cool. Is that I, I want to be able to sleep. Yeah, this is their first year doing it. They're doing it in November. Whoa. Because yeah, all the stages are on the boat, and it's pretty yeah. much gonna go twenty-four-seven. I think Florida. Okay. Yeah, so cool. was it like a like a Bahamas? Bahamas? Yeah. yeah. No way. That would be, yeah. be so sick. Got the island vibes with the fucking... Right? <laughs> dude, know. let's get the squad back together and go F it up on this boat real quick. I think we were talking about it again. Yeah, Cause, yeah, yeah like, cause I was I was talking to my sister because she was going to go to EDC, but she sold her ticket, and I was like, let's do EDC instead on the boat. And she was like, wait, I'm kind of down for that. Yeah. So we looked at it, and then we had to go on like a waiting list because I think it's already sold out, but then if yeah. people like sell, then you can like buy yeah. those rooms, and they sell them, and rooms are like four. Oh, shit. 400 a piece? No, like four people per oh, like ticket. Per- Oh, and then that's, how much for tickets do you know? I don't remember how much it, it was. It was they were pretty bad. I have a cousin that has bots. But it was And the bots would go really get cool. in there and get some tickets probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but we have to keep that hidden. We got to keep that hidden. What the fuck? Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's got bots. This is the AI era. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. All right, so next question is favorite, like, venue favorite club that you've been to? Um, for here locally, Hollywood Palladium, I think is one really? of oh, my favorites. Their setup and their, uh, like that venue is just really, really nice. Did they have the 360 stage set up at the Palladium when you were there? No, they didn't. When we, when we went, it was, it was a 360, 360 stage set up. So mm-hmm. like they're in the middle and then they had a U shape of the crowd. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. It's really cool. I think that's why I like that one the most because it's never the same for all of the shows because you can basically for that venue, you can design the stage like based on the artists. So a lot of the artists that tour there will do a specific stage for their tour. And then yeah, every stage is different for every artist that's there. That's why sometimes there's 360. There's, I think, uh, Acres just did the whole triangle where it like went out and then Joyride had cars at one point up on stage, like Excision had the whole different setup. Like there's so many different ways that you can play around there. I think that's, what's really cool about it. It's customizable. Yeah, it is for sure. Like you can get real creative in that venue. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I have to check it out. Mm -hmm. It's it's super nice. All right. Well, we kind of touched about this already, but is there any like dream of man, like any dream venue, any place that you haven't been to yet that you were just like, I have to go there. Yeah, well, Tomorrowland, like we talked about, that one's for sure on the top of the list. And then um, Red Rocks in Colorado. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. We have. We've talked about it. Me and Job talked about it a lot. It's a beautiful venue. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's like one of the top. But it's like one of those things I was telling you guys earlier that um, certain venues, like now after like being so many, now I'm at a point of like, I'm going to wait to go to these venues until one of my artists is booked. Because then it, like, gives you the motivation, like, no, I'm not going until they're going. Mm, that's dope, And so yeah. that is our mission is Red Rocks for sure is one of the number one that we're trying to get that's on. Well, yeah, I think we'll make it happen. I yeah. think that's going to be sick when you do. It. Yeah, let's yeah. speak that into it. Speaking it. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah we talked about that one a lot. So I know yeah. Red Rocks looks freaking sick. That venue is insane. They oh, just had so, a... Um, Subtronics there, and it snowed. Did you see those videos? Yeah, I did, like, actually. the lasers... Yeah. It yeah. looked like mm-hmm. space. 
It looked really, really pretty. That would be actually really pretty, pretty dope. Like, I'm not a fan of rain, but if it snowed. No. It, and it wasn't, like, a heavy snow. It was, like, the perfect light yeah. snow where it was, like, controllable. But then it was, like, just with the lasers and the snow, it was gorgeous. Mm, that would be it, was, it looked really cool. Damn. What were you going to say? Mm, Colorado. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? It'll come back. <laughs> All right. Well, the next one is obviously working mm-hmm. with artists, working at events. Is there, like, any event that you've been to that's just been crazy? You're just like, wow, what just happened? Yeah, I think the craziest one has to be Spring Awakening in Illinois. I've never worked a festival that's been shut down because of weather. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they have monitors for any time there's storms, um, that lightning, if lightning strikes within a mile of the venue, they have to close it for safety purposes. Um, And so, yeah, the venue opened for maybe an hour and then they were they immediately got on the radio and they said nope lightning we got to kick everyone out don't know for how long so then it was like we got to wait clear out the whole entire venue and it's pouring like at this point it's it's Damn. pouring and so the fans had like nowhere to go they were just basically waiting outside the venue to get let back in and it's a whole outdoor there was nowhere to go and so yeah that was pretty crazy of like sitting and waiting to hear when you can basically go back to work Damn. and then seeing the whole crowd and that one I felt bad because it was like one they're standing in the rain and then two the hours for those festivals are much different than they are here so it ended at like 9 or 10 p.m like super early and so when it got shut down it was shut down for like three hours and then their whole crowd trying to get back in before it was over was really hard yeah. yeah, they couldn't even push it, it back like an hour or so. I wonder at any yeah. point, like, do you even consider like, hey, like, let's just cancel and reschedule it, or is that are you way too deep and into where like you've already put so much into that mm-hmm. you're just like at that point yeah. it's like yeah, and then yeah, you would think it would be nice if you could extend the hours, but all the noise ordinances that are signed and contracted for mm-hmm. all of these festivals, Damn. it's a hard stop at the second, yeah. and that's what they call it, it's a hard stop at the second it hits that time, and there's a lot of times like Coachella. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, hard summer, like at the Noss Center. If you go a minute over, it's like a fat fine. It's like what, like, it, like ten thousand dollars a minute. Yeah, and yeah. you pull, and it pulls directly from the artist's feet. And yeah. some of the artists will be like, "I don't care, I'm gonna keep going," and yeah. they'll pay all of that money just to keep playing. Yeah, yeah. they'll pay. Them. Damn. Dude, I was just talking about that too with the uh, at the Yamaha Theater because mm-hmm. I was like, because they started like, like the doors open at seven. I think they start at eight. Yeah. And I was like, is there ever a time where like? Um, they just like have to stop or like because it's tribal land. So I was I don't think it would be like something that we're like they have control over it. Yeah. Cause I was like you were talking about Coachella. I know um, like when Frank did his first weekend, mm-hmm. they went over like crazy, mm-hmm. and yeah. it was it was it was like well I think like fifteen thousand dollars over there if you go over. Yep. So. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So yeah, I think that for sure was the wildest thing to like actually. I'm okay, thank you. Uh, to actually like experience in person and working in this and like the chaos and the anxiety behind trying to figure out what to do is crazy. That's just like, there's nothing you can't, like you can't control the weather. So you're just like, I've got to wait it out. Yeah. And it's like, everyone's like, well, when are you opening back up? And we're like, I have no idea. It depends on the weather and if the storm shifts or (laughs) if it gets worse and yeah. So I wonder if at any point, like, um, People are just like, all right, we're going to stay away with it out. Or like, let's just get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like at that point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was a back and forth of like, okay, hey, are they going to reopen? Or are we just going to cancel it? Or what's going to happen? And then they were like, nope, everyone come back to work. We're opening in 10. And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. 
So then, yeah, it's like you got to reset up the stage. And then considering the rain, too, it's like we had to have a canopy over the CDJs so that they didn't get wet. And then considering wind and, yeah. That's that's actually a question I have, uh, like, doing, like, the whole, like, uh, stage setup. Mm -hmm. So with the equipment, like, the stereos or the subwoofers and everything like that, like, weather can definitely cause a lot of issues Mm -hmm. with that. Like, do they they have backups or, like, is it, like, how do they, they, like, adjust to that Mm -hmm. so quickly? Yeah, there's, um, we had to cover, we had to tarp everything. So a lot of like the subs and all of that we cover. And then the CDJs, a lot of most of the time festivals, especially the bigger like EDC ones, they have like hundreds of CDJs just ready to go in case something happens. And then on the bigger stages, it's cool. The way they do it um, is when you transition from DJ to DJ on like those bigger stage levels. If you've ever looked at like the live cameras, you'll see like four sets of CDJs. And they actually are on trays that slide. And so like someone will plug in on one that's on the side and then they'll slide that one in for that DJ to come on and then they'll slide the other ones to the side and they keep that rotation of like keep sliding them back and forth. So it's an easier transition. You don't bother the DJ that's actually playing. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember um, Coachella last year when Swedish House Mafia went on, one of their speakers went out. Mm-hmm. And like you could be like, oh damn, like that, that like that's not good. Yeah. And probably for like cool, like two or three minutes, like you could like it, it was just like that. Mm-hmm. And then once you came back on, we're like, okay, cool, like they either fixed it or mm-hmm. they replaced it. Yeah. Oh yeah, those tech teams are insanely fast. The second a light goes out, sound anything, they are on it so quickly. That's dope. To where it's like you just move out of the way and they do what they got to do. All right. Well, last question. Mm-hmm. And just make it so you know, bias. It doesn't have to be anyone that you're working with. Like, it can't just be like maybe like someone that like you've just followed for a long time. Mm-hmm. But like, is there anyone that like you kind of want to see blow up again or like kind of revive their career? Like anyone that like you just felt was like, damn, like they could like they could do crazy, and now like they're kind of just like chilling, like cool down. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's a tough question. I mean, if you go back to like. When I first got in the scene, it like the big guys at that point was um, like Jaws. Yeah, Jaws was I always a love Jaws. Jaws was and reliable. I love that he's yeah. he's into like house now too. Yeah, we just saw him a couple weeks ago, and it was so fun. Like same energy as before, but really, yeah, I remember from yeah, like twenty he, like sixteen to like twenty like nineteen twenty twenty like dude, Jaws was there. Like oh, you know you're gonna have a good time to go see Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually, the company that did the Yo's, they're actually, they just are coming back because they went up to Seattle, and their first show back is actually Jaws. Oh, that's dope. Uh, June, I think, 10th, 9th or 10th, something like that. So, yeah, that's their first show back that's is going to be Jaws. And I was like, that's the most epic way to bring it back. Because, yeah, that was when it was like Jaws, Kazo, Slander, um, Dot Com. Dot Com. Uh, okay. Nightmare. Like that I remember Nightmare was blown up, too. Nightmare? I love Nightmare. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. That's cra- that that's crazy. For fun fact about Jaws, because I, I mean I knew of Jaws, but going to EDC last year, mm-hmm. he was one of the main guys. So Jaws was my sunset my sunset set going into my birthday. Oh, that's awesome! And and then of course the most random thing when I'm at that Jaws set, I'm like, okay, this is fire, this mm-hmm. is fire. Then all of a sudden he's like, let me bring out my boy Snoop Dogg. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then of course that was my first time ever seeing Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So I was just like. I'm uh, the first time I see Snoop Dogg is not at like you know like at a club or yeah. just at an event. Yeah. It's at a Jaws set yeah. at EDC. Dude, this like, surprise guests that people bring out at EDC are crazy. Yeah, I remember last year. I think LeBron came out last year, didn't he? Yeah, for Shaq. Yeah, yeah with Shaq. For Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq's a good DJ. 
Oh uh, yeah, he goes off. He goes off. Oh, DJ yeah. Diesel. Yeah, he, DJ yeah, Diesel. He's, dude, he's so. He, they actually had to fun fact on the side for Lost Lands because he's so much taller than the decks. They had to bring in a special table with his decks on it in order for him to be able to DJ because the other ones were too low. Oh, so they made pretty, like a specific yeah. deck for him to play that they had to take on stage. That's dope. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So would it be Jaws then, or is there anyone yeah, else? Yeah, okay, I would Jaws? definitely stick with Jaws. I, yeah, Jaws is always reliable. He, Jaws yeah. is reliable. He's, he's always been a day one from yeah. the beginning. Because I remember uh, my first ever festival was Hard Summer, and that was his first festival that he had ever played. Oh, really? Yeah. I had an uh, experience with Matty on his first set at Hard Summer North, like uh, in North America. Remember, were you there for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it. It was that specific uh, set that he was doing. It was it was like specific for like North mm-hmm. America. You know, his live sh- live, live show yeah. thing. So it was the first one that we saw here. That shit right there. Mm-hmm. I've never been captivated so much because his visuals, visuals were so fucking sick. Yeah. I mean, the music was dope too, but like, I and I was on some psychedelics, and <laughs> the the visuals, the the story that he just had was mm-hmm. just so fucking dope. I've never seen anyone else have such good visuals yep him and porter i don't fuck with porter dude i don't i I, porter got so hyped up for me that like when i went and seen him i was like that's that boy eric right there like Like, porter i don't know that hard summer set was interesting yeah there was so much stuff going on like around us Mm -hmm. and then like his vibe was just like very different. Like, it was yeah. emotional. Yeah. It was very like emotional. it was very much like a downer more than the upper. upper. It was yeah, so yeah. down and I was so up that I was just like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is this? What do you mean with this? I went through, I went through a world one time. So I was just like, what is going on? I was just on? holding on to my like my, my camel bag. I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, like it's just like, he's like, Girl, oh, I didn't know I was coming to cry today. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> everybody just, you know, like I support you 110 percent. Like if you think about like ending your life, just know that you're loved. And I'm just like, I appreciate that. But <laughs> I, 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 I get it. I'm like, good. Like, I'm, I'm good. Like where's like yeah. the like let's yeah. like, like, like come on. Like, 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 but she gave me some King. He's killer. Um, Bro, I'm so I'm not mad because I was over it. But we we went to countdown. I wanted to see Sullivan King, but I just I was so soaked because I was really right there out yeah. in the rain. And I was just like, my feet are wet. Like, I'm completely soaked. Like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And then this motherfucker, Sullivan King, comes out. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, I really, really want to stay. But no, I have to go. Yeah. Like, me and Shara walking out. I was like, Shiloh? You're like, no, but we got to go. We already committed. We're ankle deep. I'll, yeah. I'll never forget that. Because when you're talking about, like, like crazy, like, the, the weather like that, countdown this year was absolutely, oh, yeah. that was just yeah. a downpour. So, whew. Yeah, I was out here with my John I'm really hoping EDC this year isn't as windy as last year. Hopefully not. Because I went, I worked EDC last year, uh, Oregon as a food vendor in the campsite, yeah. and the tents in the camp, mm-hmm. in the camp, in the uh, employee campsite, literally getting fucking just tossed, away, yeah. tossed, tossed, and I'm like, God damn! Yeah, and then the tents next there. to us, like yeah. just like blowing into each other. Heather. So yeah. it's like you're not even getting no sleep. Yep. You know none of that. I'm like, yeah. fuck, dude. If it's like that this year, I'm gonna. You can come sleep with, like, sleep with me, dog, at the hotel. Are you guys camping or staying at the hotel? Oh yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're yeah, staying at a hotel. I'm gonna be on the in the um, the camera, the campgrounds camera? for the faculty or whatever. Nice. And, um, yeah. So hopefully this year it's a little better. But I remember last year was fucking terrible. 
Yeah, dude, I I'm glad they moved it because the first years that they that I like first went to was when it was in June and it was hot. Yeah, people I'd like people like oh, because of how it was. Yeah, because it was so freaking bad. I'd rather it be super hot than windy because you can hydrate. You can't stop wind. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can't remember. Actually, it's funny I like you say it. that too. I remember being like so sad uh, because it used to, it used to be in June. June. Yeah. And I remember, like, I couldn't go because I had finals that week. Mm-hmm. And all of, like, all of our friends, like, Eric, uh, Jew, I think Clint, Allie, like, they all went. And, like, I was just, like, watching their stories. And I was just, like, I'm going to go watch it on the live stream. <laughs> Super photo. I was watching it on YouTube. Yeah. My dad's just like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm watching EDC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at EDC right now. Yeah. Dad. Just leave me be real quick. Watching their stories. It reminds me of, like, mid-COVID and they were doing the live stream of the festivals. And we would literally all get on FaceTime on our laptops and project yeah. the shows. And we would just be sitting there vibing out in our rooms together on FaceTime. Bro, I, I remember that was a dark time. I remember uh, I was watching – I don't know. I don't know if it was EDC or it was something, but like they were doing like them like every Saturday, like the like uh, virtual raves. Yeah. And I remember like I was at fucking Jesse's apartment, just like sitting on a beer watching this shit, mm-hmm. just like sad, just like this is cool, but like that's what, what? we were doing. We're like making yeah. uh, drinks at home, sitting in bed. We had like our LED lights on in all of our rooms. And then we had the, the shows playing, and they were just like making mixed drinks by ourselves, but yeah. like together. We're like, yeah. this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> just like, when's this shit gonna open back up? <laughs> like, did y'all, did y'all hear that drop right now? Did you guys ever go to one of the parking raves? No. I worked one of them. It was the weirdest thing. Was it? It was one of the weirdest things. Like yeah. a driving movie theater? So, yeah, yeah, they they driving yeah so we literally like set up a stage in this like field and basically like lined out the parking spots and you're supposed to stay like in your parking spot but you can get like out of the car. Oh shit. And it was just like a ton of roads back but then it was like in between trees. It was just crazy. Yeah. It was like weird like vibe. And then eventually, like eventually everyone started to like hang out and then they all like come into like once the headliner came on, they all like scooted up in between the cars and I was like, um, I need security please because they're trying to like get up to the stage. They're trying to pop this <laughs> shit off. Yeah. <laughs> and there was like, obviously like you're just in a field so there's like no security like on the front and so yeah, it was just, it was just different. Yeah, you, it was very you got, you got, I know you the Insomniac ones were like more legit and like actually like caged off. Which was pretty cool, but That's dope. Right? Yeah. yeah, that was so a good time. So you've experienced a good, you like for <laughs> within your six, five, six years, right? Um, you've experienced pretty extreme like uh, situations. Then yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because I think uh, the other crazy thing, I guess, uh, Lost Lands. One of the stages that my artist was playing, it the dome had like fire in the top of it, and something leaked. And so they ended up having to close the stage. And so mm-hmm. the artist, my artist couldn't play that day. Uh, and so that yeah. was like chaos of like trying to reschedule. And they were rescheduling everyone that was playing that day because the stage was deemed unsafe to play. So mm-hmm. then it was like we had to then reschedule for like the next day and like set times. And we're like negotiating. We're like, what about this stage? But then it's like you have to consider of like who's playing before and who's after. Does it fit the genre? Does it going to throw it off? Does it make sense? So it's like you run through all of those. And that's like real time at the festival. Like while it's still going and yeah that it's it's chaos but it's really cool and it's really fast-paced high energy but it's like it's rewarding once like my favorite part about it is once the artist gets on stage and they're like mid-set and there's always one look that they turn around and give you like a holy shit this is happening face and you're just like yeah you're doing it like that this is happening like appreciate it soak it in for a second 
And that's like one of the best, like rewarding feelings yeah. ever of like hearing the crowd uh, and like the energy and then being so hyped of like, wow, I'm actually doing this. And I'm like, yeah, you are, you're doing uh, it. You're in it. Yeah. That's exactly that, like you said, that's probably just like a, like a, in that moment, you're just like, oh, such yeah. a high. It's like a I've high cried level. multiple times backstage yeah. because yeah, of just like, easy. yeah. And then that too of like when they play those big stages for the first time and they get off and they just like come and hug you, I'll literally be sobbing because I'm like, yeah, okay, now what's next? Let's go. Like, it's just, it's really, really cool feeling. And, like, to see them really happy and excited and, like, to feel proud of, like, what they just did is really freaking awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I I want to, like, like, you literally, like, I feel so inspired and, like, just, like, if you were my manager, Mm -hmm. I'd feel so loved right now. It's like, I want to go play a set right now and go Mm -hmm. fuck it up. Yeah. That's what yeah. keeps me going. That's what keeps mm-hmm. me. We need to bring Blake back. Goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> Be like Blake. No, I was not a manager for you. Right I was. Now. Just, I was just talking to Blake too, because um, he wants us to go down to San Diego. Because he, and he was like, dude, like if I like I do a show, like would you guys come down? So, oh, dude, I'll be there. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, so that would be dope. Like we got a special guest. Yo, be on here. Be on here. Hey, uh, and you, you know what? Real quick before we do anything else. Uh, you, you said you were kind of going to be searching for like new artists mm-hmm. and everything else. What are some things that you look for within an artist that mm-hmm. take you under your wing? Real Good quick? question. Um, a lot of it is the music and the motivation because again, I can't do anything without the music. So if you're ready and you have, you know, your brand branding is like a huge part yeah. of projects right now. Um, so it's like, if you got your brand and you say, I want to do X, Y, and Z, I got this music, I got all of this. And then it's like, it's basically like ready to go. Here it is. Um, that's a huge part of it. Of um, I really look for someone who's hungry and who wants it and is ready, ready to go, and is willing to put in the work and put in the hours, and um, also someone that's like good energy. Like you gotta, I'm a vibe person, so like if I vibe with you, we vibe. And um, yeah, it's a lot deeper than that. There's a lot of more. Like it'll take me a little bit. Like I'll get to know some people and then be like, hey, your project's sick. Like I'll go to a show, see the stage presence, listen to the music, and then. That's when, if they're like serious and being like, hey, here's what I got, what can you do? And sometimes, like, some of them are at the beginning stages, like, everyone thinks you like have to have a manager right away, and sometimes you don't. Um, all of the little things you can do on your own, like your brand and really pushing your music and being active on socials and doing all of those things that I cannot do for them. Um, so a lot of those things in networking, like I can't do all the talking. I'm not going to go talk to the DJs like I can, but that's not going to do anything. Like you need to create those relationships to create those. If you want to make a song with them or you want to be on their label or anything like that, like that's something that they have to be able to do on their own. And yeah. then I'm more of a, I'll organize everything behind the scenes. You make everything smooth. Like if they have, like like you said, it's a vibe. Like if they don't vibe with you, they're not going to want to make songs. They're not going to want to work with yeah, you. Exactly. So it's your responsibility Make sure that you're working, like, building relationships because mm-hmm. I can do everything else for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right, I don't want to take too much more time. Yeah. We're at, like, 140, so uh, <laughs> hey, this is it's good. Like I said, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> but uh, we always like to give, like, any closing statements, anything else you want to say, anything else you want to put, like, a plug-out, shout-out, um, um, feel free to. Floor is yours. Oh, thanks, guys. I mean, thank you guys for having me. Like, this has been really cool to catch up yeah. and talk to you guys. And I haven't really, like, talked about music that much, like, on a social level. Um, but, yeah, no. I think the biggest thing that I want anybody to take from this is, like, just go and do it. If you have a passion for it, just put your heart and soul into it and do it and go see the world. And you only live once, so. Ooh, I love it. 
Mm-hmm. Go do it, make I it happen. That. No, that, and that's like we kind of talked the same thing about Blake about this. Like that's why we wanted to do this podcast. Uh, Matt, like you had someone ask, like, what's the kind of the mission statement of like what we're trying to do with this podcast? Mm-hmm. And it goes a lot what you just said. Like um, I had a really thing about it because like originally like, it was just like us having fun, like being ourselves, yeah, like having our personalities. But more so, it's it's a networking podcast. Mm-hmm. It's very much a networking podcast, like catching up with you, mm-hmm. learning about what you're doing understanding it and mm-hmm. who knows like who someone watching this may take something away from what you said yeah and they use that and apply that to their career to their passion so yeah. mm-hmm. that's really the important part is like us going now and finding different people finding different uh stories different backgrounds yeah. and it's just really learning awesome. about them so yeah I'm thank happy you for you guys no that yeah, thank you for coming on <laughs> thank you thank you so for the time. thank you guys so yeah, so yeah. like I said, um, I'm gonna go ahead and close it out. Yeah? I will close it out. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it's been a very good episode. Like I said, <laughs> we are happy to have you on here, Bree. You're welcome anytime. So anytime. That was just a good episode. Mm-hmm. We'll wrap it up. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm this done. This is one of the longer ones, man. This yeah, is it is. <laughs> it is. Hey, but it went by so good. Yeah, no, it went by quick. That's why when I looked, I literally like I was like looking at like at 50 minutes. I was like, oh, we're doing good timing. And then, like, I looked, I was like, oh, but we're at an hour and a half now. But cool, it works out well. Time flies when you're having fun. It's your boy, Matt. It's your boy, Shiloh, a.k.a. Shy Smooth. Until next time. Goodbye. Kiss him out, baby.